You are listening to the Chompcast, the official podcast of Sword Chomp. We know life is precious and your time is valuable. So thank you for making our show a part of your day. Hopefully you can return the favor by enhancing the grind of life just a little bit. Hopefully we can return the favor. Um, I said that wrong. Although if you want to return the favor, that's also great too. Um, we just, you know, favors can go back and forth. That's how it works here. He's uh, talking about mutual oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about patreon.com slash swordchomp, Rich. But yeah, that, that works too, actually. So thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the favor, gentlemen. <laughs> when you listen to the Chompcast, you actually get double life experience points. It's true. Just throw on the show and you're playing cyberpunk or whatever, and you'll level up twice as fast. It's really cool. And uh, 100% factual. That's not true. Every show is streaming and downloadable at SwordChomp.com. We can find our reviews, merchandise, Patreon, everything you possibly want, SwordChomp.com. And, of course, subscribe to our show wherever you listen to it. Rate us on iTunes. Um, Spotify is a great, great place to subscribe. Stitcher, you name it. Just get the SwordChomp name out there. The Chompcast needs to be in more people's ears. Please. We're begging you. <laughs> Make it happen. Uh, we have a, a really fun topic of the show today as we are going to talk about the Game Awards. Um, so I prepared, uh, we're going to do a really brief rundown of the Game Awards before we talk cyberpunk. So I prepared a song just for you guys, okay? <clears throat> oh, God. We're in the holiday spirit. So uh, I put a lot of time and effort into this, okay? A good 20 minutes while I was taking a dump, all right? So I hope you really appreciate it. Um. <clears throat> I hope we, we got them. At least we were entering your mind while you were exiting your bowels, mm. or your bowels were yeah. being exited, rather. That's how I do my best thinking. I remove the waste from my body so there's more room for good ideas in my head. See, that's how it works. Smart. Thank you. Thank you. Where Smart. do they that's all exactly go? exactly how the brain works. Yeah. <laughs> in the toilets. <laughs> the good ideas, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he shits them out. Who can mm-hmm. say? Who can say? Here we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm saying... Hark the herald critics sing Glory to the naughty dog king Pandemic on earth Ponder the nature of man The internet complained that Abby looked too much like a man Yeah, I I know I rhymed man twice. Get over it. Hades, Animal Crossing, Doom, Ghost, and the Final Fantasy VII Remake Because Cyberpunk needed a little more time to bake (laughs) Hark! The Herald Critics sing Last of Us 2, the Game Awards Beautiful. Oh, thank you for the melody, Shay. Josh has got his lighter. It's Christmas I'm so- time. I'm sorry, Mrs. Rodriguez. I don't, I don't, I can't find that cat. <laughs> sorry, my neighbor was freaking out. Beautiful. Thank you so much, guys, for that ensemble. Um, did Shay, Shay died did Shay somehow. Just, Shay, di- oh, Shay, Shay died and came back. There we go. He's back. There he is. There he is. Just like <laughs> I was Jesus. worried. I was like, geez, I hope the song wasn't that bad. <laughs> Hurt my feelings. Oof. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I, you know, we're gonna run down the. Uh, this is a good day for me, uh, honestly. But in all fairness, we have a lot of great winners to run down from the Game Awards and announcements to talk about on the show because you know, the Game Awards is one big ad, according to one and only Joshua Fowler. It's just one massive ad 
with awards. You were there, bro. Did you not see it? Uh, (laughs) I'm there for the awards. (laughs) All right. Oh, there were awards at that thing? (laughs) It's shocking. I know. I know, really. Um, Oh, Shay was muted. He didn't realize it. That's okay. Damn it. (laughs) I said, I'm there for the bitches. Ah. That a boy. That a boy. That a boy. Um, we and most importantly, we have a cyberpunk discussion of our first impressions. Probably talking about cyberpunk for the next three weeks before we go on vacation, and that's probably all you want to hear about anyway. So you're in luck. Um, so we have some cyberpunk first impressions as well. It's the game that everyone's talking about, and a bunch of polls from the Swordchomp Instagram that were cyberpunk themed that you voted on the Swordchomp Instagram page. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um. Joining us from New York, he's got the biggest cock in Night City. Rich Meister's here. Oh, what's going down, Morgan? I'm hanging out in Night City Underground with the Chromers. We're punching deck, you know, hanging out, just letting it all be chill. What's up with you? Punching deck and laying pipe. That's it, man. <laughs> that's all. That's all we need, bro. It's Fuck funny these because Chromers, am I right? You're punching deck. But last night you kept talking about punching your dick on the stream. I don't remember what it was that you said. That's a different thing. (laughs) I don't know why you were punching, making reference to punching your dick over and over. Because you kept trying to convince him to play Godfall. Oh, that's that's right. But, you know, I don't have time for Godfall because when I'm not punching my dick, you know, I'm jacking in, I'm punching deck. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm about. Jacking off and punching off. Jacking in, off, around, punching deck. Could you punch your dick into ejaculation, do you think? Me personally, no. <laughs> It'd be think very, very gentle punches. Yeah, define punch. You'd be, more like you'd be stretching like, the definition of the word punch. You'd be like yeah. massaging just, it like your meat Just hitting it like a speed bag. A speed- <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like a like a rap, like a gentle rapping when you're knocking at a door very like a- like a rap, Gingerly? rap, rapping upon my chamber door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was one hundred percent going there. You beat me to it this time, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> me Happy too. to do it. Uh-huh. He beat you just like he beats his own dick. Boom. Um. Yeah. Thanks. Off the Cromers. <laughs> thanks Punching for being deck. there, Rich. I'm actually posting your penis on the VIP Instagram page tonight. I think it will get um, banned for that. No, you can use a sensitive content filter. It says sensitive content. I sent and you then... that picture in confidence. <laughs> Dude, I put crazy things on the VIP page because our patrons are nasty. Nasty. They like I, it. I wish I had sent you like a better resolution photo, though, because my big red anime eyes don't come through. Mm. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about the first video you sent that first night when you were oh, that. showing okay. me your penis. Never mind. Yeah. I thought you meant the picture I the sent you. The initiation to get I, into Sword I showed you not too long ago <laughs> of uh, my, my penis clipping through my pants. Uh, because unfortunately that's what happens when you have a monster cork. <laughs> what was that? A monster what? A monster cork. <laughs> a monster cork. Okay. As right. Ben Affleck would say. <laughs> a monster cork. How, what does uh, Johnny Silverhand say? He says he's got a, mo- a he's massive. got a massive cock. <laughs> I haven't and seen this Johnny the frog say? Um, my cock, it's huge. I've, I'm married to a pig. She's huge. That was a weird Kermit. I'm sorry. That was a little, ah! a little strange. You're the guy who we were doing Yoda, and you're like, wow, great Kermit. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm. Me, Misa got big cock. That's uh, not even Yoda. That's like, how do, How does he do... always Misa when he's trying to do yeah, Yoda? That's like Jar Jar Binks 
that's like Yoda <laughs> doing Jar Jar Binks. Misa's so large, it'd flop out of Yoda trousers. Yoda doesn't Misa, say didn't... Misa. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm combining Jar Jar and Yoda. J- don't Jada. do that. Jada. It's Jada. It's Yaya. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Yaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the traveling <laughs> Jedi pants of the Yaya sisterhood. There you go. Um, <laughs> wow. The pants, the pants were magic. It fit, they fit all of them. <laughs> the pants were secretly in our hearts all along. A lot of people would say the real pants are the friends we made along the way. Oh, that's, that's sweet. Speaking I thought friends, the real <laughs> pants were the pants we made along the way. Uh, I don't work in a sweatshop anymore. Well, anymore. Of us. Anymore. Yeah, he's I stepped, escaped. He's, yeah, he's really stepping up his life at that point. I'm, proud I'm still there. Well, I mean... We'll get you out one day, buddy. That sounds like victim blaming to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone else's fault, not mine. You're... <laughs> it was it's a matter of circumstance. Not, not somehow... Yeah. It's not wrong that he was there. He's just lucky to get out. Yeah. Um, thank you for being here though. Um and of course from Japan, the one and only Shay Layton, who uh unfortunately could not join our pre show Skype because he was too busy. Um visiting the porcelain gods, if you will. I so. was. I was uh I was busy just trying to figure out a witty way to put it. Basically, there were a lot of mud, a mudslides aplenty in my uh-huh. bathroom last night and today. Did you eat something bad? Did you have some bad food? Or? Um, so I told, I think I told you guys I've been working out again, and um, I had to work really late this week. Bad protein um, shake. For Christmas stuff. Uh, I feel you. And yeah, shut the. Fuck up. <laughs> I've just been, and, I've been um, eating scoops of dry protein powder. So I mean, between like eating really late and just trying to pile a bunch of food in right before I go to bed. Uh-huh. Um, it's been giving me an upset stomach, but I was, basically I was like, well, I need the calories, I need the food, it doesn't fucking matter, and I've been doing that all week, and then I think my body was just like, all right, enough's enough. Stop piling scoops of protein powder and dinner mixed together because your body can't handle it. So. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you were buying the store brand calories that was spelled with a Z. You should have known better. And four exclamation points. delicious, Josh. Um, that's a, yeah, I just... Two E's that. and a Z, and there's still quotation marks around it. Calories. Calories. <laughs> they're called calories because there's laxatives in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, oh, I we... was thinking, like, cheese whiz, so it'd be, like, oh. calories Calorie sprayed. Spray calories, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spray them right down the gullet. Yeah. That's um, something we're going to sell next year. Calories. Looking forward to recapping the Game Awards with you, Shay. I know uh, you couldn't be there, but um, it was still a interesting time for sure. I'm curious to see if anything stood out to you. Um, oh, I have lots of opinions. Oh, well, that's great, actually. I can tell if he's being sarcastic or not. <laughs> no, I, I definitely have a lot of opinions. Oh, well, 100%. that's good. Okay, uh, I, don't, I don't remember who won anything. That was the least interesting part of the show to me, so I have no opinions about that. You just care about the oh, okay. announcements. <laughs> well, th- those awards are superfluous. <laughs> Your face is superfluous, but I still love it. Got him! Oh, Zambo. boom! <laughs> your your face is superfluous because it's what's inside that counts, Rich. Well, that's oh. we both, that, oh, that, but, a reverse I mean, Zambo. That's that that's nice, but come on, that's bullshit, right? Like, 
Nobody cares about no, that. No, I think that there actually is some truth to that, but for another show, another podcast, maybe. Um, joining us from Michigan, Joshua Fowler is here, and he has the bushiest beaver in Night City, as they say. Uh, me and Josh both started female characters. Am I right? I mean, it was it's well trimmed. You don't know my <laughs> bushy. Where you? you didn't go with the bushy beaver. I'm sorry. He well sent trimmed. us pictures of it earlier this week, and I was like, "Damn!" Everybody else has green pubes, right? Here, I'm going to tell <laughs> that joke again. Option, nobody, nobody got that. You joke. pick green pubes. No, what I thought was weird was the colors for your pubes in particular are way more limited than the hair on your head. And now the carpet does not match the drapes because I have neon blue hair. Mm. It's -hmm. a shame. Well, that's why when he sent the picture, I said, damn. Because beavers. There we go. Thank you. That's, that's, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. I got you, buddy. The leg hit the other way around this time. I, I just watched that episode of the office today where Phyllis got the, Award. For, it's supposed to say busiest beaver. It says bushiest, bushiest beaver. Yeah. So I had that stuck in my head. So I was thinking about mm. that when Josh came up. So bushiest beaver. But no. Yeah. That, that I had. To, I started. I my, this is General Mountain Time in Montana. Morgan. I started uh, a male character, but instantly hated the voice. So I went back to a female character. Um, I didn't think it was necessarily terribly voice acted. I didn't play enough of it to make that distinction. I just preferred the the female voice actor a little bit. Yeah. I I'm feeling you there. I've I've been watching some playthroughs of the male voice, and uh, it's I don't feel like it's as big of a difference as Shep, where there was clearly only one option. But I it, I still feel like the female voice actress is. I, I, is I think better. either is fine, and I have a feeling I will much like The Witcher end up playing this game more than once anyway. Yep, uh, I you know I agree with you, Josh, yeah. but I don't think that's Morgan's reasoning for picking. Yeah, the uh, female voice. I think he picked the female voice because he wanted one woman in his life who isn't yelling and nagging at him. Mm. He wanted to hear just like the soft, sultry woman's voice and not feel like I'm about to get my ass kicked. Baby, if you're listening, uh, she's not. I, I've never told my friends anything about about the best things about you. I'm if so she sorry. listens to this show, she knows that's not true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I the think... number of times you said. My wife's going to find out if she finds out she's going to kick my ass every week. I mean, he's like, he's like a stand-up comedian in the 90s. Every other sentence out of his mouth is like, my wife. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They all I like how Rich grabs his collar, and then all of us grabbed our yeah. collar at the oh, same yeah. time. <laughs> we all did the Rodney Dangerfield. That, that translates really well on this audio podcast. Uh, are you wearing a jacket? Is it? Oh, yeah. It's probably cold there. I forget. I'm sorry. I forgot huh? you're in uh, Michigan versus. Everyone no else was wearing a jacket. I was like, uh, yeah. "Oh shit, that's right! It's December where me and Josh live. It's cold. It's December where all of us are. It's the it is. <laughs> no, Strange how that no, works. no, no! Stop! That can't be true. <laughs> really, it's March here. Oh, well, the the I contacted Japan, our Emperor Julius Caesar, and he said it is December. Because I was arrested this morning, but they were going to hang me. But I invoked my right as a Roman citizen to be taken to the emperor. And that's the end of my story. What? <laughs> what? I too like Fallout New Vegas. Um, that's a different Rome. Mm. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So it's it's it should be a fun show. Um, yeah. So last night was the Game Awards. It was all done via. You know, like everything's done in this um, post-COVID world. In these trying via, times. These trying times. 
Yes. Everyone's, I bet some of those people are probably happy they didn't have to travel down to that place and sit in the audience just to lose. Um, they're Can probably I offer you an egg in these trying times? May I offer you an egg? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was probably still just having it be all over because it was just, you know, people phoning in via their Skypes or whatever. Zoom probably was what it was because everyone was just seeing the No Man's, <laughs> the no Man's Sky guy was literally drinking a beer and he was like <laughs> almost caught off guard to the point of like spinning it. He was like, oh shit, I we won? What is, what is, I did not expect that. Um, but yeah, it was, just, it was a little, all these things in COVID from sports events to this show are, are a little weird because of how it's done, but I'm, I'm glad the show at least went on and um, a lot of awards to talk about. And of course, announcements. They kicked off with a massive announcement that Sephiroth is coming to Smash Brothers. Hell yeah, brother! Dun 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 da 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 bum 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 bum. Oh God! What a what a what a that image of Sephiroth just just fucking murdering the fuck out of Mario. And then they zoom so up, hard. and he's just holding Mario by the strap of his overalls with his sword, and you're like, "Oh, that's so clever!" And Which cute. he he got treated better than. Remember uh, when they revealed um, Simon and Richter, and uh, Luigi got killed? Yeah, remember when Luigi died? <laughs> did you did I don't in the trailer that. for Simon? Luigi got killed. They just got straight murdered. See, I I was thinking about that when they made this reveal, which was a cool reveal. That I wish these, I wish there was a narrative in Smash Brothers that was like the Mortal Kombat narrative. Where they it was had like, one in Brawl. You don't. <laughs> Actually, Subspace Emissary was fun. Like we're we're lying if we say it wasn't fun. Yeah, no, it was it was fun. Like there there actually is a story, like connecting the whole thing. It's yeah. Just remember that it's... when uh, Star Fox and Diddy Kong found Rayquaza? Mm-hmm. Well, but I, I wish it was so pulpy. Like, I wish, like, after people played this one, they were like, oh, my God, did you see what happened? Samus got fucking murdered by Donkey Kong. And he ripped, you know, I wish that there was, like, a real um, fiction to it that was, like, you know, canon. And we could, like, have the – and I just wish – I think there'd be, like, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's so over the top. But there is a there's a real canon fiction to the stupidness of it all. And uh, I wish stuff like that, like Sephiroth murdering Mario, could actually happen. I think that'd be incredibly... You could still play the characters in the games. I'm not saying you should get rid of them, but I just think it'd be cool if there was actually a, a cheesy story like that. Um, but it'll never happen, because Nintendo... You know, they're very precious with their brands. And also, they, they don't, don't want to really... waste our time. I think they should do a Final Fantasy line of precious moment statues. I thought you were going to say do a precious sequel. I don't know why I thought that. Precious 2. Based on More precious. Um, <laughs> more preciouser. Yeah. Just the precious. You know, it's as, know as well as the Amiibos have done, it really is strange that there aren't ceramic figures of all our favorite gaming moments. You're, you're yeah. right there, Rich. <laughs> don't you? Like a, a nice, a nice precious moment statue of Kefka poisoning that army camp's water basin. Yeah, yeah. Imagine going into Hallmark somehow. Those stores still exist twenty years from now. We're like the old stepmom age, and instead of buying dolphin statues, we're buying video game precious moment statues. I mean, oh, we're shit. basically there. Like, I've got a we bunch are. of Hallmark ornaments that are Star Trek and Star Wars, and that's true. Yeah, like they're basically there. Josh, I was trying to not openly admit that we're there. 
Well, yeah, no, right. I'm I'm gonna go you, ahead. You and, are right. Yeah, but I want my favorite p- ornaments. I've got. I want- I've got a full set of of ships from Star Trek TNG that are all How lighted. You plug them right line? into your lights, and so they've got working working lights on these things. It it it's it's the best ornaments on the tree. Yeah, no, that does sound nice. That's amazing. I do love, I do love Star Trek. Um. Anyways, it's a cool announcement. I mean, they're really doubling down. They have that tendency to double down on the same games, like. In a lot of Fire Emblem characters, now they have two seven characters, but there's no other Final Fantasy characters. It's just the way it is. You know, you take it. Um, but, I mean, that's a big one. that People are going to be real fucking excited about that. And, uh, like, Rich had a little orgasm on the stream, so that that's cool. I mean, that's going to be a very popular fucking character. I, you can, you know. Shirtless Sephiroth Amiibo variant one. <sighs> mm-hmm. Immediately, we're um, let's see. So, uh, let's go. Let's just do the announcements real quick before the uh, we run through the awards. Um, so as far as the big announcements go, that stuck out to you guys. So, we had the um, the opening announcement for um, there, there was this really funny PT. I was, I was following this, uh, I think it was Lucy James on Twitter tweeted it that one that started off with the door and everyone thought it was PT. I was on the screen, no, just the stream. You. I was like, no, dude, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that were like, oh, my God, it's fucking PT. And, then, you know, and it, unfortunately, it was something else. I don't fucking something dumb. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but there was a I don't know what stuck out to you guys announcement wise before we get to the Mass Effect one at the end. Nothing. Shay Shay has raised his hand. Are we talking about the 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 game trailers and stuff? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God, there was so much. Josh and I so are going to fix our marriage. Me. Really? Absolutely going to fix our relationship. These are rude. No, um, in all seriousness, Back for Blood, so fucking excited for oh, that. Oh, yeah. You guys know. Yeah. You guys knew. The second you saw that, I guarantee you one of you thought, oh, Shay's going to love this. I, I said that on the stream, yeah. I'll be I'll happy to play yeah. that with you when it, when it drops, Shay. Done. Done. I'm picking that game up the, the day it comes out. Back for um, Blood. Meat Boy Forever? Like, oh, shit. That's right. Meat Boy Forever. Yeah. Yeah. The day before um, for- Christmas Eve. So Back for Blood, I'm really excited for. It's cool to see that it looks pretty much like they're picking up right where Left 4 Dead 2 left off. Um, anybody who is a fan of Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, you're going to be a fan. It, from what I've seen of Back for Blood, it looks pretty much identical. So, yeah. Um, not too much to say there other than the hype is real for that game. Um the Callisto pro- Protocol looks fucking awesome. That's the prison um, game, right? That's the one that's yeah. a spiritual successor to Dead Space. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. They're that calling it really a spiritual too. successor to Dead Space, huh? Yes. It, yes, they are. Um, because huh. it takes place in like a space colony area. So, um, I'm very, very excited for that one. Uh, Dead Space is one of my, the first one is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, absolutely excited that. There's going to be a game similar like to those first two games coming out. And I just saw that they put the third one on Game Pass recently, and I never got around to playing that one. So Are the first I'm going to torture myself and play it. I'm going to do it. But do, do you know Shay, are, are the probably... first two there? Yes, all three of them are there. Yeah. Dead Space I... creator Glenn Schofield. So it's a spirit. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, those two were the biggest announcements that I was most excited for. Um, 
as you guys said, this I'll say one more and then I'll let you guys talk because I don't want to sit here and talk the whole time. No, you're fine. We talked last night the whole time on oh, the stream. Okay. okay. Uh, Super Meat Boy Forever, obviously. I was messaging you guys before the Game Awards even started, and I was like, hopefully that game fucking comes out sometime soon. And then, sure as shit, I was at work. I was in between class, and then Morgan messaged and said, hey, it has a release date, and it's this year. And I was like, oh, fucking finally. It's, like it's only weeks. on the Epic Store? Am I correct in that? On PC, yeah, just the Epic yeah. Store. It's only oh, but it's on console, right? But yeah, but no, I have no idea. Right <gasps> what? Oh, that can't Which be. Is, it's a little bit of a bummer. Um, I don't know if my PC will be able to handle it, so I'm gonna have to look into that. I hope so. <laughs> I hope my computer's not that fucking terrible. But um, yeah, those are those are the three biggest. Um, announcements for me. Um, how do you guys feel about, granted, we didn't see much, but the new Mass Effect uh, reveal trailer. How did you guys feel about that? I think going back to the Milky Way is more interesting to me than what, like, that. we saw nothing. Let me just say that, but I'm interested in the concept of seeing how that universe changed after the events of Mass Effect 3. Uh... Morden's yeah. in the background. One of those shots. Uh, I really just want a Morden science game. Let's hope that's what this is. Yeah, uh, Morden Solus PI. <laughs> Morden as Bill Nye. Yeah, Morden Morden Nye the Science Solarian. I don't know. Like they specifically have Liara looking through the wreckage there, and I really want to actually play as Liara as head of a crime syndicate, like she is in those games. After you know she's done when she the shadow getting, broker, getting her yeah. life fucked up by by Shepard. So. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was Liara or Tali, and they were showing Tali with her mask off finally. I wasn't yeah, sure about that. but I was like, who is you? Yeah, that makes sense. Either way, I'm really excited because um, I think there's so much more that they can do with those characters, and those characters are so well-loved. Um, as long as... Granted, I know there's some people out there as a small sect of people that love what Andromeda did, and that's fine. Um, I never played it. Um, I still have yet to play it. I think that obviously the general consensus is that it didn't hold a candle to what the trilogy did. So hopefully they can have a return to form with that trilogy um, and just do some new interesting things with those characters. Cause there's so much there, obviously it's the possibilities are almost limitless and to go back to seeing some of those characters in different contexts would be really awesome. I don't yeah. think I'd want to play as commander Shepard again, but I would definitely love to plays more than solos. <laughs> I would love to play in that world with some of those characters still existing and being around. Even if yeah, Commander no Shepard just kind of shows up here and there and he's not a playable character, he's just like, I'm retired now kind of thing. And <laughs> no, they'd have to do Jedder Shepard, though, if they did that because they couldn't, you know what I mean? That would be a disaster. But Jedder Shepard's perfectly fine with me. Um, but I will, who's sending, who sent Morden shit in the chat? Rich, we're trying to do a podcast. God damn it. Morden Solis. <laughs> Respect. Come I love on. Morden so much. Um, no, For I sake. I'm just like, I mean, look, I'm like anyone. If I'll try any mass effect you put out there, but I, I don't know. The, the, I wish that the, the trailer was a little more like, I've, I'm kind of bummed that, you know, Jeff Keighley had this massive build up to just more Mass Effect is being made. It's like, oh, come on. I Just give me something more than that, you know? I know. that Between that and Dragon Age. Being like, uh, yep, I mean, that's a Dragon no Age, No gameplay, right. nothing. Yeah. I, I got to be... 
I gotta be honest though, that reveal trailer for Dragon Age got me a little bit hyped. A little bit. I was like, yeah. I haven't I haven't played Dragon Age since Dragon Age 2 when we review, viewed it 10 years ago for SPT, yep. and I was like, I'm kind of getting fucking hyped it's for been Dragon a bit. Age. Why am I? Inquisition was pretty good. I tried, so I, I lied, I tried to play that for a few hours, and I don't remember a single moment mm. of it what is I not that. a. It is a very slow burn in those opening hours. Yeah. Once you get the tires kicked out and, like, get it going, I think it is a fine RPG. It, the issue is that the world is almost an MMO world, and then they're trying to have you play a single-player RPG through it, so you've got yeah. just a ton of space to walk through and do just nonsense. Kind of like Kingdoms of Amalur. It's a huge, empty world. Yeah, it's very much the same sort of thing, where you're like, about the fourth new world I got to, or not world, but like, essentially world, because they're so fucking Zone. large. Um, yeah, I was just like, do I, do I want to go through another zone that I can tell from the size of the map so far is larger than the ones I've gone through so far? Um, yeah. And the answer yeah. is no. But yeah, it, it seems That's like fair. the story they had going on there, like I was super into the story. I just like playing the game is what kind of stopped me from seeing the rest of it through. Right. And it's what's interesting about those announcements, I think, is because uh, unless I miss something, EA is still involved in both of them, correct? Is that correct? I mean, as I'm a pub that? publishing arm. Yeah. 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 So obviously EA has really taken some hits in the past few years since we've been doing this podcast. So I think it was natural for them to a announce the trilogy remaster and B say, Hey, we're finally working on these new games. Um, obviously the, one of the big issues there is um, those two guys leaving the studio um, who are working on dragon age. Um, I can't remember their names. Can, can I, I'm going to take a moment. Since we're talking about the, the remastered trilogy. Finally. It's bullshit that there were DLC characters in an RPG like that. Right? Yeah. It yeah, was I remember that, 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 that was that that's always been bullshit. And and what's bullshit about it is they're both great characters. Like they I are. actually can't imagine playing that game without um Kasumi and Thane. Yeah. Those are wait, yep. DLC what are you talking about? They were about? you had to pay too. for Thane. And Kasumi. Oh, Kasumi. really? I didn't know who's Kas I don't even know who Kasumi is. She was the assassin. Wait, it's been a long time. I don't they think Thane, Thane wasn't. Thane I want to say I had Thane. character. It was that pro 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 Prothean character or whatever. Prothean? No, that's Mass Effect Three. Yeah. Oh, am I? Okay. Kasumi and Thane it's... were DLC in Mass Effect Two, which really? is why it's even weirder that Thane makes an appearance in Three in Three in like a very vital point. Yes, that's supposed yeah. to be very emotionally impactful, and there was a a like there's presumably a good number of people who would have no idea who the fuck Thane is. Aha. Uh -huh. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Thane was a DLC character. That's surprising. He was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, two had Kasumi and... Th I really like the Kasumi mission, too, because it's like a, a heist mission. Like, it's very James Bondy. the mission, the loyalty mm -hmm. mission for Kasumi. Weird. Yeah, I no, didn't even know No, he's not DLC. Zaid is, not Thane. The, mer the Merc, Zaid. Huh. I'm probably getting Thane wrong. is not DLC. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know why I the thought it was Thane, Thane but you're the right, lizard man. The, the lizard man is <laughs> Thane. The lizard man. Yeah, that, that concerned me because I was like, I remember, like, Thane was my favorite character that year in gaming. 
Um, because we like we used to do game of the year shows back then too. And I remember that I was just blowing my load all over Thane and in Josh three? and yeah. Morgan just had to sit in there two. and deal with it. Zaida mm. and Kasumi are the DLC characters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I I didn't understand that. But yeah, that, I mean that is a fair point, but back onto the main topic, I think that these announcements kind of had to happen. Otherwise EA is going to continue to sit in the doghouse. So mm. I feel like that they drop these announcements cause they're like, we need to curry some, some form of favor again. Um, not to say that I'm unhappy with the announcement by any stretch of the imagination. I just think that that was part of the reasoning for just dropping these announcements. Like, even if it's as bare bones as it is, they were like, we got to get some positive press. We need to gain some of that back. So it makes sense. Uh, I I understand that we didn't get much. I'm excited for both games as it stands right now. I'm not, I'm not overly excited. Obviously, I'm excited to see more has a lot of ground to make up. Yeah. Which is kind of anything at this point is seeing more, but yeah, excited to see more. Well, you know why I've always been excited the potential of a, a Mass Effect sequel to 3 taking place a long time in the future? Um, depending on where you go with certain aspects of Mass Effect 3, in my save, for example, uh, our good friend Erdnot Rex says he's going to name his son after Morden Solus. I want to meet Erdnot Morden. Right? Yeah, right. I, w- I want to find out how he's going to save the, uh, was it the Rax? Oh, the, uh, yeah, the, the oh, spider, yes. the, yeah. ra- the rachni. Rachni. I, I knew Rax was wrong, but I'm like, if... <laughs> but anyway, the it's rachni. All, it's all, yeah, yeah. science I think I killed the rachni thing. queen in Mass Effect 1. Did I, you? yeah. Hmm. You, you guys best. are sad. I just want to know if, I want to know if Joker finds true love. I thought you could romance the rachni with his queen. So I was a little you want to know if it works out with the ship? <laughs> with the yeah, AI? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do want to know. Just watch that movie with Tom Selleck. <laughs> That would be cool oh, if they, Phoenix, yeah, the sorry. return of Joker. He looks like Green Tom Selleck. It's that. funny, I knew exactly what you were talking about, but like, that's not Tom Selleck. Because he's got a Tom Selleck mustache in that yeah. film. Guys, I think you guys, you missed me saying I wanted to romance the rap. No, we heard it. We ignored it. <laughs> we really didn't want to dwell on that. I thought that yeah, might be I, a romantic I'm going to be honest with you, Morgan. I heard it, and I was like, I have no comment, so I'm just going to keep pushing with we, my we shit because I don't give a fuck. But what if you could romance a, a giant roach Yeah, lady. no, you've got a long history of being all about that cloaca. So, <laughs> Morgan, if you ever have uh, an instinct where you're like, oh, I don't think the guys heard me. Let me say that again. <laughs> just know that it's wrong. <laughs> to be fair, earlier, Rich, I did it with my... My terrible beaver joke. Yeah, but you weren't We just want to be heard, Rich. You weren't telling us you want to fuck a spider. We just want to be heard. Don't turn your back on me. I will be ignored. That's my second Linkin Park reference in two days. I won't lube up this cloaca. (laughs) Those were actually the original lyrics to the song. Not a lot of people know that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was. I've got the bootleg of that version. I was the shadow writer. uh, It's a thing. Um... It was, uh, and then there's there's a lot of fun awards given out. Even though I know you guys don't care much about that, and Rich says they're superfluous. Um, a lot of incredible stuff going around. Let's build it up here. Um, hey, running well, down, on. Shay's beloved Ghost of Tsushima won for best art direction. Which R- real uh, quickly, hold on, oh, hold I'm on. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt. I feel really bad. I was curious about a few more things about some of the announcements because. Um, oh yeah, Josh I know you guys talked about it a lot. I didn't mean to steamroll you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you didn't steamroll me. It's okay. Um, 
how did you guys feel about arc two and vin diesel being in that oh game? yeah Baffled. we should talk about that but I, cool vin they diesel, got anime i said this last last night shay vin diesel is actually the chronicles of riddick uh, escape from butcher bay is like a very underrated game back in back in the day and like he's actually a pretty the movies are underrated like the yeah the sci-fi there is really cool in that series yeah Chronicles yeah. of Riddick series is a very awesome series. If, if you can find a good vessel for Vin Diesel to just grunt or whatever, it's like the Norman Reedus in Death Stranding. It's like you don't need a lot from that performance to make it work. It's just like, uh, uh, you know, he just has to, if you can do it right. But yeah, I mean, I don't have anything against Vin Diesel, but I can't tell you one Vin Diesel movie that I think I actually enjoyed. But I Chronicles of Riddick for sure. He, he's a you, huge uh, eight of gamer them. and... And they all He's a big with that's true. <laughs> that was just such. Uh, so was the deal that they're basically just promoting the game with a really h- expensive trailer involving this high-profile actor. He's in the or game. Is, He's in the game. It's yeah. They have it. There was so little shown of the actual gameplay in there that it's who knows if he's like an NPC or the player character or what, but like. I, I assume he's going to be an NPC, like giving out story missions or something like that, just given Chief arc Diesel. one. But yeah, yeah, there's there's so little info as to why the hell Vin Diesel was in arc two. I bet he's um, a big arc fan. What if he secretly just plays arc and makes dinosaurs be. fuck he all day? A lot well of people play arc. It's a very big game. I you, you know, it opens up a bigger question because it's something that's really been happening with the past generation, obviously we're in the next generation now. We're just on the um, start of it, but it's something we haven't really talked about that I think would be a really cool and interesting topic is discussing how actors are starting to cross over into video game roles. Um, We saw that with uh, quantum break. That's one of the first big ones that I can remember um, having like Dominic Monaghan, the guy that played Littlefinger in game of Thrones. Uh, I'm forgetting his name off the top, the actor's name off the top of my head. I apologize. Um, and then we've just been seeing that more and more. Morgan mentioned Norman Reedus. Uh, we saw um, Cameron Moynihan uh, and Star Courtney Wolf Hope and was Jennifer in Fallen Control. Order. Yeah, yeah. We saw what? What else? Uh, uh, fuck the the actor who is in Juno. Uh, oh, uh, Ellen Page. Sarah. Uh, El- Elliot Page. Oh, sorry, yeah. Elliot yes, Page. Elliot yeah. Page. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Elliot Page uh, was in Tricked me. a game. We've just been seeing this a lot more and more. And I think it'd be a cool and interesting topic for us in the future. But um, yeah, it was it was kind of funny. Yeah, I was the, like, oh, Vin Diesel's in a game? What the fuck? And then, I, you know, knowing what little I know about him, uh, I know he's in the D or he was or is in the DNT, DND, DNT. DMT. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's in Joe the Rogan. DMT. Ayahuasca, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, him being an avid video gamer. I was like, that's cool. That's cool to see that. Um, it's it's interesting to see, and I think, obviously, it's selling games. Otherwise, we wouldn't see it as a trend. Well, if there's one thing ARK's all about, it's all about family, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because... when you ARC hit the is, NOS, you're ARC family. You hit the NOS games, on your Raptor. <laughs> ARK is one of those games you're that's family. extremely popular, but I don't know a single person like that actually... I, like, oh, within I used, my, when it was new, like the first year of it, uh, uh-huh. I had a group that... I played a shit ton of that game with. You had an art like, group. Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's probably very different from when I played it. Yeah, a um, big. I played a yeah. big portion of my Overwatch group. Also, is the uh, the art group plays arc. Yeah. Okay. 
You can make dinosaurs fuck in that game, right? You can breed dinosaurs and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like no one makes dinosaurs fuck. You they're don't just, make they dinosaurs. Fuck when they they're want a constant roiling just you put a pen up around energy them of and hope they fuck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dinosaurs uh, fucking sounds seems aggressive. But, but yeah. That that dinosaur that I interviewed last week um was all about just fucking whatever it could get its claws on. That was that was Whoopi Goldberg. You don't ever talk negative about Whoopi Goldberg. I didn't say anything <laughs> negative about her. <laughs> by, by the way, that was a really distinct reference. That no, does anybody remember that movie that Whoopi Goldberg was in where she was a cop and her partner was a Tyrannosaurus Rex? No. No. That's a movie that exists. <laughs> the 90s were quite, quite the interesting I think Josh play. was just amused by the Whoopi Goldberg reference. Is that reference. Sister Act? <laughs> no, yeah, Sister Act 3. <laughs> it's Sister Act 3. <laughs> Sister the Act movie 3, the is pr- the, Theodore Rex. The Cretaceous period. Yeah. Everybody look up the film Theodore Rex. <laughs> Everyone, please don't look up the film Theodore Rex for your own safety. No, that's amazing. Wow. Wow. You are not joking. We should keep that in the bank for something A that chomping we after dark? like Sword Chomp Community. A Chomping After Rex. Dark? Uh, yeah, I had completely blocked out Theodore Rex from my mind, but there is... That was literally on an end cap of the oh, yeah. uh, of the video store that I went to for probably two years because they me just... too, me too. Look at Dude, that Theodore Rex dinosaur is like behind. <gasps> that looks like the dinosaurs from the show. Dinosaurs. Well, yeah, it's because Jim Henson. That's, made yeah, that's actually uh, both of them. I'm sure that's actually not a dinosaur. It's a Krogan. <laughs> Shout out to Jim Henson. Uh, rest in peace, mm-hmm. because he was such a huge oh. part of our childhood. Yeah, the real... man never gets the credit he deserves. We should Sweet, do an Swedish chef. Even, in, even uh, when he does get credit, people forget that he's overcooked. Not, ju- not just the a, not just the creator of all that, but like actually, he is Kermit. Like he did, he did the yeah. acting and the voice for so many of those characters that yeah, yeah. It, he he was well, just do you remember, so influential. Hey, Miss Piggy, do you remember the you years wanna, of adjustment? You want to uh, suck my dick? When Jim Henson had whoa, first passed whoa. away. And it was like, oh, all the Muppets kind of sound wrong now. Yeah. It took a while to get used to half the Muppets not being voiced by Jim Henson anymore. Yeah. Hey, Miss Piggy, you want to um, finger my cloaca? Waka waka! <laughs> Miss, not that, Miss Piggy. That's not the right one. Well, no, uh, Fozzie. Yeah, no, that one's Oz. <laughs> uh, you know... Uh, no, not that odd. When you were younger, did you guys ever imagine Miss Piggy and Kermit having sex? Because no. I used to try to imagine like oh, what it would look What's like. What's the next topic? Morgan, you remember that one joke I told at one of our shows? Like, you remember when you were fixing your guitar and somebody shouted in the audience, Tell us a joke. You remember that joke? Um, <laughs> I'm I'll, t- sure I'll tell you... it again right now. Go for it, yeah. <laughs> What's green and smells like pork? Kermit's dick. Kermit's finger. That's oh. right. And his and his dick would too, right? Sure, buddy. I mean, I don't probably think his tongue that's anatomically possible. His beard. But I guess he I guess he doesn't really have a finger either, technically. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, what what does frogs have instead of uh penises? They a cloaca. They have penises, Morgan. 
Oh, I thought you said it was anatomically possible. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the size difference. Oh, okay. You're thinking. I mean, about a frog's gonna like you fucking a hallway, vagina, not fuck it. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna what? Climb the vagina? Is that what you? Climb into it at the how small oh. it is. Yeah, you just climb into it and just kind of pull yeah, yourself no, in and like, out like you're <laughs> just like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Foot. Josh, come on! The hot dog in the hallway reference. Come on! Yes, yeah, hold on. I'm Actually, gonna. Hold if on. we're gonna pull out material this old, I am absolutely bringing back the hot dog <laughs> down the hallway. I, I, I got it. I gotta come forward and admit I was wrong. I thought frogs have penises. They do not. I, I stand corrected. I correct myself. I apologize. Mm-hmm. They actually shoot sperm out of their cloacas. Yep, I said cloaca on the egg sacs because, like, yeah, like there's no. Well, mm. That's, that makes sense now that I think about it, because females they There's shoot not out much their use eggs for, into the water, for and dick. then the males shoot out their sperm from their cloaca as quickly as possible. Guys, to, to be fair, eggs. I've, the f- I've seen videos of that, and I, I didn't remember, I didn't remember that. So the frog- I wanted to correct myself, make sure that make sure that the correct information is going out into the public. Yeah, you don't uh, want anyone confused about who are still here listening to this bit about frog uh, fucking. Your information. Just, just before we move on, that's just, your reward for staying for so just long. Just as a caveat, the frog in my backyard has penises, but I do not know where he's getting them. <laughs> is it is it like a cat bringing home a a treat? I got this for you, and it's a dead mouse. Your frogs are coming back into your yard bringing penises. Mm-hmm. Where are these stray penises coming from? I'm, it's been going on too long that now like I'm afraid cement. to call the police. Like, there must be some really unhappy lawn gnomes somewhere yeah. around here. I like I like how we're getting caught or, up on the fact. Or these that... frogs are trained. To work in some like drug kingpin's house to just take the penises and dispose of them. These are Pablo Escobar's frogs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, the frog talking not a problem, but having a penis, now that's just not factually accurate. I mean, the the frog can play the banjo. <laughs> it's true. The frog can play the that rainbow connection. Why are there so many frogs that have penises? <laughs> 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 no joke i used to have that that song on tape oh, and yeah. it was like one of the few songs i would listen to as i a had kid. that soundtrack on and, vinyl dude for real that when i hear that song now like sung by kermit it makes me cry every time because it reminds me of childhood. the soundtrack to that movie it's a warm memory amazing it is it really is like basically anything from the muppets during that time or fraggle rock you like you listen to it and you're instantly warped mm-hmm. one of like, the I listen, uh... I listened to the Fraggle Rock theme song a few years ago recently, and I was like, oh my god, I'm a child. Mm-hmm. Like, two, you remember- two years ago, when I went to visit my animator friend Mike in L.A., we went to see the Muppets at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh. Uh, it was fucking That'd be great. so dope, dude. Do you guys remember dissecting frogs, and then you'd have that horrible smell that would linger with you all day long? You were supposed to wash your hands yeah. when you were done. Yeah. And you'd, I, you'd try to eat at the cafeteria, but everything <laughs> tastes like formaldehyde. Again, you, you, just, you just washed your hands, and then the... The I mean, scent the, would the just smell still kind of stayed. Like it took yeah. you a few times of washing your hands to get out that formaldehyde yeah. smell. There, I didn't. Like, I never told you about this, Morgan. But I actually had to dissect a small shark in college. <gasps> and, Ooh, uh, what kind of shark? I'm not sure. It was, it was like maybe a foot and a half long. Not a very huh. big one. And it was just to it was an Omaka. Excuse me. Uh, identify, obviously. Uh, I think it was organs, Presbyterian. <laughs> the one that bothered me was we had to uh, dissect this uh, a cat. And oh, basically no. they acquired these cats like as like strays that died. And we had this massive, massive 
stray cat. Like I remember the lab, uh, the lab assistant was like, that is the biggest fucking cat I've ever seen. <laughs> and I still have a picture of, uh, one of, one of me, or it's my lab partner holding up this massive cat. And the TA in the background is like giving this horrified facial expression. <laughs> but, um, yes, yeah, I still that have that picture somewhere, course. but I remember. Um, so like first we had to skin the cat uh, and then we had there's to, more than know, one way to do that. Loosen you know? up, loosen up the different muscle Did fibers. Um, so we could identify all the muscles on a test, but then the thing that got me is we had to cut it open, like from the sternum or sorry, from the, uh, yeah, the sternum down. I remember when I opened it, there's like this chunky, nasty shit. And it was one of the worst smells ever. And it just felt so goopy. And, uh, then we had to crack the pelvis bone and then cut into there to like, look at the reproductive system. And I, I remember I couldn't crack the pelvis because the cat was so big that it had such a strong pelvis that I couldn't fucking crack its pelvis. It was so strong. Oh, my God. And I, um, I still remember those. Uh, that happened like five years ago, and I still remember it to Ugh. this day. You guys remember when the show was about video games? Oh, and then there was this one was there, was, there another, uh, was there another announcement, Shay, that you want to mention? I'm sorry. No, you're good. I we do need to get back on track. Uh, that was completely before, my fault. Before before um, you, you swipe into the award stuff, I think Josh and I just wanted to again say it takes two. Mm-hmm. That's the one. That's we're in it. The Tommy oh, Wiseau yeah. of video games. What did you guys think about the Perfect Dark announcement? I need to see what it is, I guess. But that that franchise seems ripe for uh, going back to the well on it. I'm up for more Perfect Dark. Yeah, I think I think the world is interesting. I think it just kind of. It was following on the first one. It had an interesting world, but it was following. Like, it was it was very much Goldeneye. And then it was following again on the, the GameCube version um, to the point where they had fucking arrows on the floor telling you where to go and do everything. And I'm curious to see like, what I, a modern I'm perfect worried. dark is. Yeah, I'm worried that it's just going to be following everything else again, and it's going to be forgettable. Um, which is kind of, you know, the worry given the first two. But, you know, again, the world is interesting. The trailer looked good enough. So, yeah, I, it's, I'm it's, curious it's, to see what it, they do with it. Yeah, I mean, they it's not exactly the same thing, but with, you know, especially with Rare and Sea of Thieves, like Microsoft Studios has handled some of those things well. So, mm-hmm. like, if they can find the right hook to make it unique, I think that's the tricky part, right? Like, I remember going Carving back and playing perfect- for it. Yeah, because Perfect Dark, the original one, I came to it a little later, and I remember thinking, "What? What's so special about this?" This, but it was basically like GoldenEye, but just I guess better, like Rare's version, like a little better. But when yeah. I played it, I was like, "I don't, I don't." It, it, it just didn't hold up as well as I'd hoped it would. Um, so I, yeah, how do you make Perfect Dark stand out? If it it could just be a nostalgia thing where they want to bring back, try and capture the essence of not that the one they made for the uh, 360, but the one that they made for the 64, if they can try and capture that, the soul of that game, if there's something there that maybe I'm missing, then maybe that that could be the ticket. I don't know. I think it could be. I mean, we saw success with Resident Evil 2 come back. Um, Granted, 3 was not as much of a rousing success as we would have predicted. Felt like more of an afterthought. But I think that we're seeing that a lot of those IPs that were that had some fatigue that are coming back are doing fairly well. I mean, yeah. 
Crash Bandicoot obviously didn't do as well as I think Morgan and I would have liked to have done, seen it do, but it's yeah. I, th- I still think it did pretty well. I, it was mentioned at least in the Game of the Year conversations at the Game Awards, and um, I think we're just seeing a lot of games that had a lot of gamer fatigue. Um, now's the time for a lot of them to come back, and I see just, like, the reason why I brought this one up specifically and it was the last one I wanted to save is because I've seen a lot of people online complaining that a lot of companies are just going back to the same old well that they kind of walked away from to just pull out old ideas. And a lot of people, I I, I feel like kind of like the same discussion is happening with movies that they feel like these ideas have ran dry. And I don't really think that's the case. I just think that there was a lot of potential in a lot of these IPs that are being brought back. And now the technology is caught up. Mm-hmm. technology's caught up and also that there was fatigue with a lot of those ideas. You look at a lot of um like the action adventure games um slash platform games like a Crash Bandicoot or a Spyro the Dragon and that was pretty much 9 tenths of what was popular in the 90s. Like we needed a break from that. And now that there's yep. we're starting to see games kind of some games come back to that form, it's like yeah, there's still something there. They just needed to give it a rest. So it's really cool. I think it's cool that um, companies are coming back to these old IPs and saying, hey, we can do something new with this or we can do something different with this. Let's try it. Even if it doesn't work out, they're trying. And I think that there's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool. Cool. That was yeah, it. It, now we can do the Game Awards stuff. Um, yeah. And look, I know, I know you guys don't care about as much as this stuff as I do, but I can tell you as a nerd that grew up, you know, loving award ceremonies. Um, I just really like the, the, the circumstance. I really enjoyed being able to, um, talk shit to Josh. It's a lot of fun and good fun and rich. Um, I enjoyed just kind of looking through, you know, I think most people would probably be pretty happy because a lot of the, a lot of those games at least won an award or two. I, so kind of going through here, um, for example, I was telling, uh, I was starting it off, um, you know, Shay's beloved Ghost of Tsushima did win. I think we, a lot of these we predicted, if you go back and listen to our podcast a couple of weeks ago, um, I accidentally almost called all these, which is, you know, I'm not trying to suck my own dick. I'm just saying that we, we really did call a lot of these. I'm not trying to suck anymore. My own dick. He's tried trying so many times it. in the past and never quite made it. <laughs> I can't, if, I can't if, reach it. If the it. doctor would just let me take out a few of these ribs. Mm-hmm. I've I've been begging him too, but Medicaid doesn't cover it. Um, it's an elective anyway. surgery, Mister Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. I need this. Is it elective when my wife won't suck my dick and I need someone because I have blue balls? Boundaries, Mister Barnes. <laughs> and uh, you so, suck my dick, Mister Doctor. So yeah, a uh, ghost. That's Doctor a Doctor of- to you, Mister mm. Barnes. <laughs> It won, um... <laughs> I was hoping someone was going to take that. I was trying to tease someone up for a joke there. Good. Thank you. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima won um, Best Art Direction in the Player's Choice, and uh, I was happy to see it win Best Art Direction because, you know, at least talked about that game has just a really fantastic look to it. So It's pretty. Yeah. I I don't know if it was necessarily my personal choice, but I am very happy that that game won that award because the art direction was still very, very well done in that game. Yeah. I think and, the competition um, yeah, in that category in particular was tight. Those, those were all just beautiful yeah. games. And for a game that could have easily been a generic, like open world game with like a flat color palette, they've like, that was one of my favorite things about that game was the ways they found to make what 
could have been a very generic art style pop. Yeah, and especially if you when you look at the photo mode, you can easily see why it won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was was your choice, Shay, from the list between Ghost, Ori, Hades, The Last of Us, and The Seven Remake? You know, um, it's not the end of the year, so I can't make that determination. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it to Tony Hawk's uh, Pro Skater 1 and 2. Oh, Lord. It could be. Starting, it could be the case. Starting already. Um, let's see. Hades won Best Action Game and Best Indie Game. So, got some Hades love in there. Hades is great. Um. Action game I'm okay with. Best indie game I'm not okay with. I'm more to be than honest okay with, you. with it. Um, I, I think it's a very good game, and I think it's a wonderful choice. I just thought that there's some other games that um, I, I wanted to see win more just because that like the indie category is like one of the few categories where that game could stand out, or a game could stand out. Yeah. And Hades wasn't already nominated for like game of the year and stuff and like that's where like it kind of gets all arbitrary for me because it's like well if it was nominated in one category maybe then we should open it up to like the indie category to other ones that can't be really considered for that but then it's like well hades is technically an indie game and it was one of the best indie games of this year so it all becomes subjective yeah um i I am happy that hades won hades is a wonderful game super giant is a wonderful studio i'm very very happy um uh, for Greg Kasavin, Gen Z, um, Darren Korb, Logan Cunningham, all the people at that studio. I'm really, really happy for them. I just, um, I don't know if that would have been my choice for indie game of this year. Bunch of I mean, I there. just, no. yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. I definitely think The Last now. of Us 2 would have been a better indie game choice of the year. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, I think uh, we can all mirror that sentiment. Family game went to Animal Crossing New Horizons, so that was very cute. And I would have given it to Manhunt 2, personally. <laughs> Still riding the Manhunt 2 train. Um, I, I like how it, like, I'm looking at this website, and it says Crash Bandicoot 5. It's about time. Hmm. Not Crash Bandicoot 4. Is that it's our website? Four, straight to five. I'm trying to build up here. Let's see. Sports racing game went to the beloved Tony Hawk, Rich's beloved Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Um. So you got some love there. The, I mean, I think we'd most, I mean, the Final Fantasy VII Remake had a fantastic soundtrack. It won Best Soundtrack. So that was. Absolutely. Yep. You know, I was. Wouldn't have been my um, personal choice, it, but I don't have any complaints. The thing is, it's, it's going to be such a contentious conversation for us when we get to that point. Um, when we start doing our Game of the Year stuff, because at first I was really concerned because I've been starting to think about my categories now, obviously, as we're winding down the year. Um, I'm starting to evaluate the categories and what I, what I think I will probably place where, and like, I've already been thinking about the soundtrack, um, question that category. And I was really concerned because final fantasy seven ha- really does have amazing music, but a lot of it is nostalgic for me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was yeah. thinking to myself, is this the case of nostalgia or is this the case of they really did do an amazing job on the soundtrack. And when this, when they announced this at the Game Awards, I was, uh, it was something I hadn't thought of right at the time I was thinking about this question, but they did a bunch of remixes and remakes of those songs. And there are like three to four versions of so many different songs in that game. More work went was, into it I, than you would realize in terms of like yeah. upda- mm-hmm. updating the soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let me... So 
real quick here. I could see that. Because that's one of the soundtracks I bought this year. And I think the thing is like eight hours long. Let me go to it real quick. Yeah, I'm not even surprised by that either because they put nope. so much work into that soundtrack. And that's why it forever boggles my mind that this year people were like... Eight hours, 33 minutes game. of music in yeah. a remake of well, like the first third of a game. Th- that's why I, I, I bought that, um, that vinyl this year when it went on sale. And basically what, what that vinyl amounts to for anyone who isn't familiar is it's a two LP of selected tracks and it's tracks from the remake and then those same tracks from the original. And mm. if you listen to both LPs, like it just listening to them back to back just shows you how much work went into these new arrangements. Dude, for real, for yeah. real. Yeah. So I could see that winning and I think it's 100% justified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. I don't have a, I, you know, you know, the Fantasy Seven remake also uh, got best role playing game, um, as it should have. Let's see here. Hell of a game. I mean, all these winners are just in, I don't are just spot on. I knew Elden Yakuza Ring, wasn't get gonna get it. Most anticipated game. Yeah, I, um, that category made me laugh when I saw most it. anticipated game. <laughs> the um, only one that wasn't a sequel. <laughs> it was uh, also the one we've like weirdly. It's funny to say that with Breath of the Wild sequel being involved in there. It's actually the one that we've seen the least of. Yeah, well, that's how anticipation works, I think, though. But I don't know. It's a little best, weird. Best multiplayer game. Among Us. Yeah, I was. I was happy that that was very cute. That studio seemed really. Yeah, Intersloth um, folks seemed real happy. Good for them. They've had a hell of a fucking year. <laughs> yeah, they really have. I mean, to make a game that's kind of a little bit obscure and have it sort of fly well, to, into to make a game that they already thought had kind of come and gone and be moving on to be like, well, we're going to start on a sequel and hopefully we can, you know, do better this time and yeah. then have the game just take off out of nowhere. Yep. What yeah. one of the categories I laughed at was best VR AR game. Cause it was like, it was half-life Alex, um, that star Wars game that a lot of people like, and then literally nothing else I've heard of. What were the other options? I feel like I played a few of the things. Dreams, Marvel's Iron Man VR, and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. You haven't heard of it Dreams? Was, it was... No. Oh, that's... Dreams is the... Yeah, it's are, you, are you serious? It's... It... I'm serious. It's from the Little Big Planet people. No. Oh, eh, whatever. I, well, I mean, like, when you look... It... What I'm saying is when you look at that category, you're like, it's clear Half-Life was going to win because... It's, oh, it's yeah. the so one many... that deserved to, and I didn't even play it, and I can say that with some degree of confidence just based off the way people talk about that game. Yeah. I Dreams wish is the game, Shay, where you can make video. It's you the, make it's, it's game. RPG game. creator, but not RPGs. Yeah. It's just like a space. It's, it's essentially oh, okay. 3D modeling software, but in VR. Hey, it's also audio software and programming software. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. about $1,000 worth of software for $60. Yeah. Like all bundled in there. It's a really, really cool thing. Um, it's not really a game. So I, I think just because it's such a completely awesome but unique and not a game thing, yeah, I, I do think that it's worth Half-Life mentioning. was the, the, yeah. the one, but Dreams was, yeah. To be a, fair, really Dreams cool. is a thing I bought, um, not because I'm ever going to use it, but because every few months I re-download it and go to look and see what other people see have made. See what other people have made? Yeah. Yeah. Um... The answer is the Neversoft Spider-Man game. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, a wonderful reminder that I don't live in a... Uh, I live in a bit of a... What's it called? We live in a society. Uh, um, sorry, we're like things... Oh, shit. 
Um, bubble? No, like where things uh, bounce back and forth and you just hear... Democratic Republic. Are... Echo chamber? Echo. Yeah, thank you, Shay. Um, I think we yeah, already said bubble and somehow he didn't accept that one. He was looking for a very specific... <laughs> I would love to live in a bubble, but that wasn't exactly what I was going well, for. Yeah, a... we, I think we all, to some degree, can, can live in a little bit of a bubble. I can send you a Stephen King novella that'll tell you why that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was, yeah, I, of course I was generally pleased to see, um, joining the pantheon of Zelda, Breath of the Wild in 2017, God of War in 2018, Sekiro last year, and of course this year, The Last of Us Part Two, one of the most talked about games of the year on this show and many other shows, set the Game Awards record for most wins, including Laura Bailey's, uh, Fantastic yeah. performances. A Abby. lot of those were deserved. Um, An awful especially lot of those. the especially the accessibility thing. Yeah, the accessibility. accessibility absolutely, they fucking blew it out of the water. Like this year with that. It was not my game of the year, studio. but it deserved so many of the things it won. Mm-hmm. That that game did a lot right. Yeah, and I I said it a million times. Like, look, I think as far as the AAA, it. At some point, like I'm happy to see this because it just it gets frustrating for me because I'm like, I feel like this sometimes this stuff is a, pretty much a no brainer. Like even if even if I don't love the game, like like I didn't like God's God's War uh, as much as Shay did, but I could see it's like yeah, God of War is a great game. I could see why game uh, why one game of the year. You know, I just get frustrated with the people that try and come at me on social media. I mean, so it's a nice this one shouldn't have won game of the year because it's not a good game, but everything else that it won, it should okay, have won. Well, well not everything else. Josh. Direction, let's, it should not have even been included because of all the crunch on that project. Yeah, that's, that, that's <sighs> the one I have the hardest time wrapping my head around. It's it's the direction of the game as far as like the choices that they yeah, made. Yeah, as far as leading yeah. a team and directing it and saying that they all need they to work their 80 hours this week because... We didn't direct it very um, well. But but Josh, you would say even to you, like, I think there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I didn't connect with this game as much as someone else did or I didn't personally enjoy it. But there's no way that you have been playing games your whole life think that this is a bad game. No, it's I, a bad game. I don't believe that. I've known you my whole life. I don't think that you, you think that all these media members voted on this game and it's a bad game. And yeah, no, just it's idiots. a bad game. Like It's nowhere near as good as Death Stranding. Take the bait, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You leave that there and like, which which side do I fall on this? It's that meme with the button. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I'm happy for Naughty Dog. Um, I really love their games. Uh, I really uh, I think this game's doing great things for you know the as far as like having a gay lead protagonist trans inclusion accessibility uh setting a benchmark for technical prowess like i and i I just really love the game so i was happy to see it um i'm sorry to everyone out there who was not happy about it i so here's what i will say because i I figured this is where a lot of our conversation was probably going to be centered around uh the gaming awards um i'm really happy that it won uh the technical or sorry, innovation in accessibility category. I absolutely think that's true. We sung its praise on our podcast when we talked about it in terms of the just adjustability of it, the difficulty level and um, what that game does to allow people to get into the game, I think is unparalleled to date yeah. in gaming. Should become um, a standard. Yes. Absolutely. I want to put this out there. 
they have put so many accessibility features in there that the game has been beaten by a blind person using that's amazing the 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 options they have in there to Mm, yeah. explain your feed your you know the current state of the world that's literally crazy yeah that's, that's that is so cool someone being able to experience your triple a game without being able to see is fucking amazing and they because deserve all the credit in the world for five that. years ago i would have told you that was impossible yeah yep so that i was really excited about uh best performance winner laura bailey winning um i look at this list and of the people that were nominated the only other person i would have liked to have won was logan cunningham because i think he is a great voice actor i think he was better in bastion to be honest with you um and as well as pyre than this game but i would have liked to have seen him win the award for this game so it's kind of like a retroactive winning in some way shape or form but i'm not displeased with laura bailey winning at all no her performance is great well, it, and also, exactly. it, for the same reason, you could say you're glad she won because she was in another two dozen games this year that she was that, amazing in. So that's also true. She's that's great in. Uh, She's in someone who list. deserves to be recognized. Yeah, for sure. Um, I look at best audio design winner. I'm happy that it won there because I think that is what contributed to the story that Josh just told that a blind person was able to beat the game. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously wouldn't have been able to beat the game if the sound um, or the audio design wasn't tip top. So Mm -hmm. I think it deserves to have one there. Um, The narrative narrative is going to be subjective because we all kind of connect with stories differently. Um, I think there's a case to be made for inclusivity. Um, I think there's another game that did inclusivity much better this year. Uh, we've we talked about it to death over the past month, so I'm not going to um, um, I, sit here. I, I know which game you're obviously talking about, Shay, and I agree with you on there. Um, and I would also Apex s- Legends has done such a great <laughs> job for um, inclusivity. The, the game that I think uh, another another one to talk about that handled inclusivity better in the sense that it it was more of the focus, and it gets a chance to have that be the focus and be an important factor. Is tell me why. Uh, was a fantastic game for inclusivity. Hmm. I know I didn't get to play that one, unfortunately. So it's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, as far as the best game direction, again subjectivity. I think that Ghost of Tsushima had much better game direction, but I still think Half. Or sorry, not Half Life. Um, Last of Us 2's game direction was still awesome for me. I enjoyed it a lot. I just think that there are other games that did better. And as far as game of the Game of the year. Um <laughs> I think it's a I think it's a good enough game to be nominated in that category. Uh again, that is probably the most subjective category of all. I'm happy that yeah, it won. That could literally um, be anything be, for game of the year. Where there's just so much going yeah. on there. Um Yeah. Um overall, you know, obviously the game I didn't want to win. It didn't win, but I'm happy with The Last of Us too. I still um, as much shit as we've what given was the game Morgan that you wanted year, to win, he, I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> what? Um, Why? Are this you, isn't our game of the year it? show, bro. You're the one who wanted to push it back. Hey, get him! <laughs> Got Richie. him! I don't see him on this list. Um, that would, I just no. See. I I'm glad because I actually really like the game as much shit as we gave Morgan. I really like the game a lot. It's actually a game that I still think about from time to time. 
Um, some certain parts of that game have really stuck with me. I don't even remember what game we're talking um, about. Some moments from that game have really stuck with me. And so it's definitely, I think, I think it was worth winning the award this year. Um, again, not my personal choice, but I'm glad it won. Especially with all the shit that that studio has gotten and the, the fucking mass amounts of shit the uh, people who worked on that game, like all the death threats and stuff, have gotten. I think that's cool that they won. Just to be clear, we are talking about Tetris Effect? Yes. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be harder, like, for some of the performance stuff. Like, it's nothing against Logan Cunningham, but I think it's always going to be harder because they phrase it as best performance whenever... Because a lot of those people in best performance are actually like giving their full bodies and everything, and they're doing mocap and facial capture. I think it's always going to be more difficult for someone that's that's not to take anything away from people that are just doing a vocal performance, but I just think it's I almost wish they could like separate that or something because it's just it's going to be harder for those people to get like a, a voice feels, actor award and then a performance award. Yeah, like, yeah, I've literally seen the Ellie and Abby, like, literally, I was watching the mocap performance, and it's, like, some of the most intense shit I've ever seen, and it's not, it's going to be hard to kind of compete with that when it's just a static image of a, a character's face and something, you know what no, I mean? No, that's a fair, that's so, a fair concern, really, yeah. It's really impressive. It's really impressive when you think about it, because to, um, to be a very good voice actor is incredibly difficult. You have to get somebody to believe in the character. Just by the sound of your voice, the inflections, everything, the tone of your voice. And that's hard alone as it is alone, like to, to capture your body as well. That's like, that's why Andy Serkis is so well respected in yeah. film circles because he can do it all. He's, he's kind of become um, the Frank Welker of mocap, is kind of what he's become. Well, he's like yeah. the gold standard. He's the man you and call. Like, yeah. Like if you, need, if you need anyone to do anything in vocal work, you call Frank Welker. If you need something done in mocap, you call, you Andy, call Circus. Andy Circus. But even Andy Circus does so much good stuff with voice acting mm-hmm. as well. He's really good at that as well. He really commits to the roles. So yeah, I, I I get your point, Morgan. Is what I'm saying. Like to to have more than one skill to be able to bring to the table when you're doing a performance, um, for a video game is certainly impressive yeah i'm absolutely happy yeah that, I, yeah um, i just feel like he's at a little won. bit of a disadvantage there because it's no like, I, yeah i think yeah. that's a valid and concern it, mm-hmm. i i agree yeah yeah absolutely and yeah and i don't necessarily i i think the, the the game direction thing is tough shay i would say it's tough because i i would like to see i like that there's some triple a developers that are not afraid to say like hey let's kill a main character also halfway through the game let's have you play as the person who's trying to kill this character that people really love let's completely throw traditional storytelling out the window for the sake of what we feel is a story you know what for this chunk of the game let's just make um these two characters ride around on a horse let's make it open world because that's what the story needs what part of this game is let's, let's also about. throw the developers this, out of a window because it saves us this, money this this game as far as like AAA games go in particular is like incredibly bold and in like what it's doing most video games we play them all the time it's just a pretty standard you know go take a quick the flow of the game is pretty by the book so i i'm glad that they were at least awarding a game that I was I mean they are if very, you only play AAA games but the, but the whole point of these awards Josh is that within the category but like those are going to reach the most amount of people that's all it's yeah, not, it's, yeah it's 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 a difficult category because everybody plays different games, and so everybody's gonna 
think about like what's innovative and what's kind of doing something unique for a direction Good rub differently. Tech. And that's all dependent on what we each experience throughout the year. So yeah, I mean, everybody's going to have a different answer for that. And that's why it's, it's really difficult to kind of come to a common consensus on what has the most outstanding gaming direction. Yeah. And that's why I'm not disappointed that The Last of Us 2 won. Do I think there are other games that maybe and should have won it more so? Yeah, I do, to be honest with you. But I'm not disappointed at all that it won. Well, that's why I love these awards, because it is to some degree, you know, I love to see when you get everyone in the industry together and see, like, what the sort of consensus ends up being. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not you agree with it, it's kind of cool to see where other people fall. And, uh, and yeah, I was happy for Haley Gross. I follow her. She's really cool. She helped with the narrative with Neil Druckmann. Um, and, you know, it's I know Naughty Dog's a big studio. It's not like they need help, but... This is not your your average AAA game. So yeah, a lot of good stuff, and uh, it's cool to see. You know, it's it was a great for me in particular, including No Man's Sky winning best ongoing game. It was like a pretty much a dream night come true. I didn't have an issue with any of the awards. Um, oh, and best audio design. I was gonna say Shay. I think that from from what my understanding was also you know how they handled um, like not just like those other songs in the game, like um, by the you know Eddie Vedder playing that song on the Game Awards last night too. Um, Edward Vedder, but also like how you can like they built that guitar tech in the game too that you can literally play and how they use sound like to me like this was probably one of the most impactful games sound wise in my entire life. Not necessarily my favorite soundtrack, but like it inspired me to like pick up guitar. Like it just like I was like literally had tears in my eyes when Joel was playing that song. So like I I I feel like the the audio design uh probably I'm assuming has more to do with that because like from a soundtrack perspective, other than the cover songs that they played for emotional purposes, like it's like sparse sort of classical. It's not the kind of stuff people are really going to like. It's more atmosphere. Twangy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 The parts that stood out were like you were saying the the licensed stuff and. And then a lot of the stuff that they got that was reimaginations of themes from the first game. Yeah, yeah. I I think the sound design was very well done in that game just because you could put your headphones on and when you're hiding in the grass trying to avoid people, you can know the direction from which that they're coming. The sound is excellent, excellent in that game. It is. um, I... I could see the case absolutely being made that it's one of the best currently in gaming in terms of sound design or sound production. Uh, the, yeah. the one that always comes to my mind, always forever, I know. I'm not throwing this in anyone's face. It just It's the first one that comes to my mind, Hellblade. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. No, like, yeah. At, in that top tier. Like I think currently um, some of the top ones, wide variety here, but The Last of Us 2, Hellblade, and Overwatch are like, absolutely the top tier as far as sound design goes um yeah 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 they give you so much information just in the soundscape of those games um honestly if if i'm being transparent here it may not be the top tier but it might be just one directly below i think red dead 2 belongs a place up there as well yeah yeah the environments especially just this sitting out in a field sitting out in a forest somewhere and listening is is really yeah. great. There's yeah, it reminds me of being back stuff. home in Montana. Mm-hmm. It, that that level of like dedication to like just filling the space with sounds, but not just filling it with sounds, but filling it with sounds that make sense. It's 
we're getting to that point where that is making worlds feel so much more real. Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest with you, this is kind of like a sneak peek in what we're going to be talking about. I'm sure we're going to go on break here in a few minutes. But uh, Cyberpunk so far, um, granted, there are some audio glitches here and there, but yeah. it so far, what little I've played driving around in that city, it feels very much like a fucking bustling city. Yeah. And that's it's, largely due to the audio design. So yeah, I also it, always like, feel like, like I'm drunk there, while it's, driving. It's amazing when it's not glitching because... Like anytime someone's trying to talk to you and you like open your scanner, it just dies. The audio just dies. Yeah. Like, why would it die while you're trying to scan? So it's it's weird. Yeah, it just, they just have glitches in there. But because other than bro, that, it sounds great. You're putting all your brain resources yeah. into your eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop it. You need to upgrade but your no, RAM, I mean, bro. And then mm-hmm. we can punch deck together. Got a little tangential yep. there. I apologize. You're, yeah, your cycle locked. But, yeah, I. You get, you're, you're at a. You just don't have the. Don't have the CPU left to to handle um, that audio anymore. Right, right. I just Be- I, I can see Last of Us Two winning that category yeah. easily. Um, there's yeah. nothing else this year um, that I can think of at the time that the Game Awards were announced and their cutoff date that I think could um, be considered better than that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it was a. You know, doesn't it always turn out for me? Like every believe me, every Game Awards is a little different. Um, but that was, that was a good one. That was a good one yeah, for me. It was, so. it was the best one out of the years that we've been doing the chomp cast for you. It really was. It really was. Um, and so on that note, we're going to take a short break, but I, I just want to say really briefly to everyone who's, you know, to all the user reviews, um, on the last of us Metacritic and to all the haters out there that you can suck my dick. <laughs> we'll be right back. Who was that guy? Hey, Josh. Hey, Shay. You know what I was thinking about this week? I want to spend my money on a lot of different things, like a wall clock, a face mask, a puzzle, and a t-shirt. You know where I could spend that kind of money? I was thinking about webbed feet, but if you want all that, you can find it at store.swordchomp.com. Oh, store.swordchomp.com. And I've heard they have a bunch of different logos, too. I've heard they have the Sword Chomp logo, the Chomping After Dark logo, and they just recently got up the In the Blood and the Evoking the Sublime logo as well. The rumors are true. Well, that's good. That's good. So if you out there are interested at all, head to store.swordchomp.com. That's store.swordchomp.com. See you there. And we are back. And I'm glad we can end that last segment on the most mature note possible. Um, We are here to talk about Cyberpunk 2077. I can't believe it, guys. It's finally here. It's it's, it's, it's shocking. I'm a little stupefied. Um... All the hype, all the anticipation, all the waiting, all the arguing, all the this, all the that. And now it's in our hands and we can play it. Cyberpunk 2077. It actually came out. It did. It did. So, <laughs> Josh, your team that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm team I want to know who's team, team this. That. Yeah. Team this, team that. Street Kids for Life. Oh, yeah. Corpo oh, scumbag. Speak- that- 
that's a good start. We're just going to do some first impressions today for like maybe a half an hour or so, and then we'll have a better discussion probably next week because um, we just kind of spent a couple hours with it. Uh, I think Josh probably spent the most time with it, but we've... Sit down, Corpo. Hey. Sipping champagne in my corporate jet thing. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Whatever the futuristic jet thingy is. It's a jet. Sipping champagne. All right, yeah, so... No. We're not going to change the name of jets. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. <laughs> when you're a jet, you're... <laughs> hey, Officer Crumpy. Crump you. Okay, let's start here. Shay, um, what class... Um, what character did you create? What class did you start with? Tell me a little bit about how you started your, uh, your journey. Um, so initially I was like, you know, I'll, I'll actually try and put some effort into this character creation and I'll try and make it look as much like me as I possibly can. And I started out that way and I was playing it late at night and I started falling asleep. So I woke back up and I was like, you know what? I really don't give that much of a fuck. So I, I finagled a few things and then I just pretty much just left default. Um, I made my penis normal size because I played as a male character. And then... Um, so in this fantasy, you I, have a normal sized penis. Well, it is a fantasy. I, I'm, not, I'm not sitting here trying to be something I'm not. My dick's That's clipping admirable. through my pants. <laughs> That's because you're not zipping your trousers. That's a different problem. Okay, see, so with a normal size penis, uh, a male. Um, okay, and what did you? So you did where you did you go with the corpo or the street rat or I don't, I don't know what are they called? Street kids. Street what kids. <laughs> what did you go with for your your class or whatever? I I went with the non police one and the non in the wasteland one. Non police, not in the wasteland. So that would have been the street. Well, the corpos aren't police. They're worse than police. No, yeah, we're not police. I mean, tomato. They're the people who buy the police. Kill every black person. It's all the same. It's just like evil corporations, yeah. So, but yeah. so you didn't go with the street kid or the corpo? Went, no, he went, no, he's I went with, a street I went kid. with the street kid as well. I'm disappointed none kid. of us went nomad. Yeah. No, I almost I did. But... I sat there for a minute and I was like, I really should because I know the... Two of, uh, two of you guys went street kid. Morgan went corpo, and so I was like, I should go nomad. But then I was like, Do what you want, man. Meh. It's your experience. Yeah, I almost you have the one you three, want. Three, but it seems like it's Do mostly you. a, a like a role playing thing because it doesn't seem like it matters after the first ten minutes. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's just it's the matter of you know how you want to well, play the character and how I'm hoping that there's a callback there is. to the. Because my corporate, my corpo story was interesting to me, and then they like ten minutes into it, it was just over. I was like, wait a second. Um, did you guys all? Did it all go the same way for y'all? We all met Jackie at a bar and went from there. Well, I met yep. Jackie while getting arrested. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I met. Yeah, sorry, I you met. Jackie fucking while getting screwed up my heist. Yeah, that prick got us fucking canned, and then he just asked us if we want to get lunch. Like nothing happened. <laughs> It was kind of cool. I like that. It was super charming. Uh, no, it really does like endear his character immediately, especially because you can kind of be like, "You sure?" I mean, like you were pointing a gun at me twenty minutes ago, and he's like, "Come on, water under the bridge. We're all good." You know that? Yeah, I thought that character was gonna be super obnoxious and meatheady, and he's actually not that. Bad. I, yeah, I like Jackie a lot. <laughs> um, surprisingly endearing. So, 
Um, that's cool. I'm excited to yeah to try the other beginnings. Like you, like Josh said, I don't know how much of a bearing they have, but I hope they have a little bit more. Um, maybe they come back a little bit more in each character story because if it's just the first beginning of your lore, like that's cool, but it's also I think it would be a little disappointing. By, by the way, my favorite bit of uh, fun optional dialogue in our Street Kid intro is when that cop slams you on the ground, and either you can be quiet or you can be like talkative fucking pig. Damn. Fucking goddamn uh, future cops. <sighs> okay, so... All right. Um, man, there's a million places to jump off here. Were you guys... I mean, were you guys satisfied with your introductions? Did you... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. How do you guys, you guys feel about it? the um, the All Foods Veggie Man? <laughs> yeah, that's something. And do you think he's a secret boss? God, if we don't fight the all foods veggie man, it better be because we get to skin him and use him as an outfit at some point. Um, the, the thing I immediately thought was, I go, God damn, in a yak is a game that would be a boss. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> there's some yeah. Rich, you was going off on the ads because you were playing the game a little earlier than we were. And, um, I, yeah, I was really enjoying the one that got me was the weird passion of the Christ ad, which I thought was strange. Very strange. I mean, like, yeah, it makes sense. Specific. uh, My favorite's the one for that, uh, ass eating service where the, Uh the image on the billboard is just that man staring at some, some plump ass cheeks. Oh shit. Where you eat? Yeah. That one's pretty good. Um, they're all pretty good. Some of them are really blurry, and I don't know if that's the the game not rendering because it's buggy, or if that's just it's because you're playing it on a console. Yeah, no, that's actually an issue on PC as well, but not yeah. not as such. Um, <coughs> they they have hard coded, and a lot of games do this, and I don't fucking know why, but they have hard coded what's in front of you to the default field of view, and if you mm-hmm. widen it like I do to about a hundred degrees, everything in your periphery is blurry because yeah. they don't load in the high res textures until it's right in your line. Of back the to the original of field of view, which is 70, I think by default yeah. on PC. Typically. So yeah, you're the, like the outside of you like the, the edges of your screen are blurry, blurry. very mm-hmm. often. Um, and by the way, this is one hopefully cool thing that gets for fixed. Listeners. Hopefully that gets fixed because it's like it doesn't yeah. seem like it. All games do shortcuts like this because there's there's no reason to render stuff behind you. Like obviously that would be a waste of resources. But then they do weird stuff like, you know, not quite understand what's in front of you because of the way they calculate it per game. Um. Yeah, this one's a weird one because on the PC it uh, it it will screw up what it thinks is in front of you based off of the field of view that's default and not your current. I think the last game I remember doing this this poorly was Dragon Age Inquisition, which had different field of view information for characters and for the items they were wearing. So when you were wandering around in your, like, home hub area, if you turned your camera just right, you'd see the shields and the swords that the guards were practicing with flying around and doing the animations for them, but the guards wouldn't have spawned in um, if they were just right on the edge of your screen. 
which is a similar similar issue where they're trying to save resources and they end up making really weird looking stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting take, and that's a good thing to bring up because Josh, you're on PC. Rich is on PC. Shay mm-hmm. is on uh, a base X. Uh, play. What are you base Xbox or PlayStation? What are you doing it on? PlayStation. PlayStation. And I'm on the the PS5. So we're gonna get a variety of all over the place. Yeah, all over. I um, uh, in, in terms of early glitch stuff, I, Josh and I, I had that weird thing with the little trees. Uh, when I first started, where I was seeing trees like rendered in the distance everywhere, uh, I updated my NVIDIA drivers and that is gone. But I have the glitch where my dick keeps clipping through my pants. <laughs> you got that one, huh? Yeah, mm. I sent you, I, I, I kept showing you the picture like during this podcast. I didn't know that. I thought that was just something you took from the internet. I didn't no, know that that's Mike. Your... It was his finger. It's, it's a, that's a pretty big finger. It's a Michael Scott with the finger through the, <laughs> through the, yeah, very much. Cause, because Michael Scott was the first one to do mm-hmm. it. It's not like they yeah. got that from a it's Mr. True. Bean bit. Oh, uh, come on. Mr. Bean was for children. Well, then why my was kids his... watch My kids watch Mr. Bean, no, and they it's don't. really just strange. They, re- they shouldn't be. You're a bad parent. That's, yeah. <laughs> you must be confusing Mr. Bean with Mr. Ween. Um, so, you got, so, sorry, that was just a really strange huh. joke. Um, <laughs> oh, was that a joke? I was thinking you were going to say, oh, I think I was confusing Mr. Bean with Johnny English. Then I would have understood the reference. Mm. Nobody understands that reference. No, like it's. Rich is just staring like he's waiting for someone else to say something first. (laughs) I don't have anything to say. I don't even know if you guys understand I, what's going I do, on. I do, what's Johnny English? What are you talking about? No, I don't. That was a really shitty Rowan it was, Atkinson. It was movie. like Rowan a, Atkinson is the guy who plays Mr. It Bean. Was, it was a oh, uh, was joke. okay, okay. James Bond spoof. Yeah, yes. To try to bring yeah, Mr. I like Bean how, to I the like states. I like how Rich and Josh were glaring, pretending like I was actually making a joke. It was it was supposed to be yeah. satire, but you know. That's all right. Yeah, we I'm all sorry. Know it's been, ain't jokes. Like they it's, actually got the joke. It's been a long day. I know how they were. Um, the day's just begun, Rich. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know begun. it's like noon for you. <laughs> I, I, I wish I lived in the Montana you, you dreamed I did. Um, so, so, yeah, that's that funny glitches we've encountered so far. I would say, I know people are going to be upset, disappointed to hear this, but I've only had like one glitch a lady was holding a ice cream cone or something and then when i walked that was a dildo it, probably based on how many dildos are in this game <laughs> i haven't seen a single dildo so i'm i feel really? like I'm missing. me neither has anyone noticed that the their vision for a sex positive future just means that there are dicks everywhere yeah yeah i've noticed oh. that i walked into some guy's apartment and he has a a yin and yang that's just dicks hanging up his, his artwork in his apartment. I'm like, really? Is that is that where we think the future is going? I, I do like yep. that CD Projekt Red compared just a, to like Just a, a black dick and a white dick living in harmony. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I like to imagine that in this future, they went and found the person with the biggest blackest dick and then the person with the biggest whitest yeah. dick. To make that art piece. And, both, and they both people stood by themselves and they compared the penises and they were exactly the same girth and length. And they said, this is truly beautiful. Let's make art. Mm-hmm. 
And they had sex with each and other. And then they fucked. And then they all went to the they all went to the and there are pachinko parlors everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's true. I do like that. I haven't really yeah. had many glitches either. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's to cool. Be honest that's with cool. you, I had I had wanted to in the tutorial where after I finished, um, because there are four sections in the tutorial that kind of introduce you to what you're going to be doing in the game and all the button, um, button prompts and what they do. After I would finish one of the modules, my character would just automatically start moving around for no reason. Hmm. Um, I don't know That's why. Problematic. And then when I eventually got control of the character, it would uh, the character would stop moving. But that happened to me after I finished every module That's weird. in the tutorial. But that's the only major glitch. Yeah, I've that, had. there's there's a PC glitch. I'm not sure if you wandered into this, Rich, where for whatever reason it will just assume you're holding down on your inputs while you're doing the character creation. Um, I did when I was starting over, when I was remaking my mm. character. Yeah, because um, I got like halfway done making my character, and then I had to wait for like five minutes for it to finish thinking that I was holding down, because it kept I scrolling to the bottom unplugged of my mouse menu. and keyboard and plugged them back in to fix it. Mm. It does make you wonder, like, I guess we'll find out as more time passes as far as optimization stuff goes and, and PC, because all the early reviews... Although positive, were very, very mentioning that the his game was very buggy, but they were also only PC. So you just assume that the consoles would do worse because the only review copies they sent out to people, from my understanding, were PC review codes. Um, so the consoles, you'd assume they would be worse, but maybe because of optimization. It's hard to for say. Reason, it, it's hard to say not. that that's hit or miss. And the thing is, like the thing that sucks about that is, like right now. I'm not hitting anything that's unplayable. Like, if anything, half the shit yeah. I hit is just, like, laughable. I'm like, huh, they'll, yeah, they'll get, it's they'll just get the to this. the usual open-world-type it, glitchery. It, it's yeah, that Bethesda yeah. open-world-type... Ge- yeah. yeah. Um, CD Projekt Red, at the very least, has a, a track record of really turning their games around in terms of, like, fixing shit like this. Mm-hmm. But it still sucks that it's there. Yeah, the only game-breaking thing that I had was one that I mentioned to you where... After seeing the Ripper doc, the character I was supposed to talk to just despawned. And oh, yeah. I had to fucking wander around for a half an hour doing other shit until well, he, they showed back up. The part um, that's cool is uh, that Ripper doc, Vic, might be one of my favorite characters. Vic is cool. Mm-hmm. Vic is really, You know, really that's cool. one thing I noticed about... Okay, so I think this is an important thing I do want to interject here really briefly is that my expectations... I'm Like Shay was saying, I, I'm not really bothered by what I've experienced so far either, but I will say my expectations were set immediately when I started playing the game as far as like, um, realizing I'm playing a PS4 game, uh, because I've been playing a lot of PS5 games lately. And although this game does look amazing in spots, the very first thing I saw at like one in the morning when it finished downloading after waiting for this game for years was my creative character in a mirror with the blurriest, shittiest-looking hair yeah. I've seen in a video game in a year or two. And I was like, what? It, which is just a known problem with the game. The mirrors suck, I The guess. mirrors are yeah. bad. The mirrors the frame rate do not tanks. work, period. And um, the first thing you see is your character in a mirror. So yeah. my question is, how how does the game get shipped with the first thing you see in the game at least not looking good? Yeah. I press, like, press F to set nose, it, bro. It's bizarre because it's bizarre. the mirrors to get them to run at all have like all the settings turned all the fuck the way down. So anytime you turn them on, you've got like no anti-aliasing. 
you've got no shadows. It just it's bare PC, bare okay, yeah. minimum to get the mirrors to work. And even when that happens, uh, like I, I, you don't have frame rate displays on console to to notice this, but like even with that garbage ass mirror settings, it tanks the frame rate. Like, yeah, I go from about a hundred and forty to about forty. Yeah, it's insane. As Weird. soon as a mirror sh- shows up in the yeah. game, it is immediately like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Levels of whole like, uh, it, it, I I just avoid mirrors like the plague, which is a shame because I love looking at how stupid my character is dressed. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not. Well, you avoid a, mirrors a, like they the take the frame rate. Too, B, so. I don't. I well, yeah, but that's true. Nobody finds out I'm a vampire. With with like, because you've got all these options like smile or grimace or whatever, and the character never actually changes the expression. They don't change much. Yeah, I, I don't think they change at all. I thought my PC character was version. doing like a a serial killer grin when I hit smile and her like her mouth moved just a little. But you guys all made your teeth neon red like me, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you've been eating beets. I'm so confused. Like I haven't really had that much issue with the mirrors. Like I, that's not anything I well, noticed. It's the game um, itself is probably on the, minimum the, settings, so there's not as much of a difference. As far as for the yeah. version you're playing, likely. What sort of hairstyle did you go with though, too, That's... Shane? I was just curious. Well, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to reflect on what you guys yeah. said. Just go a ahead. second. Um, also, on top of that, like the facial expressions thing, my character, whenever I selected the various facial expressions, changed his face just fine. So, I don't know. Hmm. I I don't know like what what the big differences are so far, and it's going to be interesting for us to talk about it more. Like Morgan said earlier. Because we all have different versions. Uh, as far as hairstyle goes, just pretty much how my hair looks. I didn't mm. try and do anything extravagant. I my character is probably the most boring out of the four of us because I didn't really give a fuck. Like at first, I started trying to st- style the hair as close to me as possible, and then I was like, "Why am I fucking doing this?" And I just left everything at default. Well, I mean, Shay, I'm. I'll say honestly, my character, to be fair, is like basically what I did was I made myself, and then I was like, okay. What stupid cybernetic cyberpunk enhancements would I make to myself? So I put like those weird metal eye frames, and I'm like, I'm gonna give big red anime eyes. I made my teeth neon red, uh, <laughs> like the, the eyes. The eyes were dope. I actually wanted to put some like crazy ass eyes in there, and I was like, I'll just go with green eyes. I didn't end up mm. going with like anything where you change the pupils to like a weird symbol or something, which I think is cool as an option, I, but I made my eyes like blood red. Like, I'm like, I want them to be a color that does not occur in nature. I want to at least do yeah. that. I kind of wanted to do the symbols, but I ended up not doing I think it would be jarring to look at. of other games at this point, so I went with like yeah. the the unique uh, oh, what is it? Like the, the CMOS looking like grid, mine with like, the weird like, that's, sensor grid that that's kind of what you, mine are yeah um, um and green pubes of course josh did you do a chick with a dick i mean you don't need to know that but it's definitely it's a not chick. it's that's none of your business uh-huh. <laughs> it's perfect definitely my business god he damn. doesn't kiss and tell you bitch oh yeah i guess this was this, on, was this was this when we were we had a Patreon meetup before the show, so I'll, I'll, I'll mention it again. But yeah, um, I've, I've got some some pretty pretty awesome hair, but uh, it's worth covering it up because one of the last pieces of gear I found was a was just a snapback cap that says "bitch" on the front of it. Yeah, and I've, I've got to wear that. 
You gotta, you gotta, you gotta rock the bitch hat. Also, I'll, I'll say one of my favorite pieces of starting clothing. Uh, the pants V starts with. Literally, like again, classic cyberpunk fair. They look like the pants some asshole in Back to the Future Part Two would be wearing. They're yeah. just like tiger striped sweatpants with armor plating. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're like carbon fiber parachute pants or some shit. You're like, what? What's happening here? It's either you'd see in Back to the Future Two or you'd see in a D. Antwerd yeah, music. It's video. the shit Griff was wearing in Back to the Future Two. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how different that is. I don't know. I feel like my my person just had like basketball clothes, like basketball shorts, and like a weird. They're the same. Vest. That's that's it's all the same that's clothes, consistent. Uh, well, maybe actually it might be affected by the background. Now that I think about it. So the three of us definitely had the same clothes Whoops. to start. Um, uh, I don't know. The starting clothes, I think, may be slightly different, but as far as the random drops you get after that, um, they're, they're pretty. They're pretty random. random. But as far I, I, I just meant in terms I of these get, starting gear, I did just get white basketball shorts, like modern day white basketball shorts, is one yeah, of the first yeah. drops, and I'm like, why is this? I got a fedora. Wonder- Guess that's cyberpunk. And I was concerned that I just looked like Fred Durst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always a concern. <laughs> oh, that's cyberpunk right there. Is there, well, is there anything no, more Again, cyberpunk? the most cyberpunk thing about this game for me so far is how mismatched every piece of clothing I'm wearing is. I yeah. look like <laughs> such an incredible asshole. It's awesome. Which is the most cyberpunk thing. Yeah. There, there were a few things I to switch the subject that I want to talk with you guys about. I know Josh is not always the biggest fan of open world games because he's mentioned this multiple times throughout the history of the chomp cast. Um, oftentimes everyone's a fucking asshole Mm -hmm. in an open world game. And now that he said that I've been thinking about that the entire time while playing cyberpunk, I'm like, this person's an asshole. This person's an asshole. I'm taking inventory to see who is and isn't an asshole. There've been like two people that haven't been an asshole. Everyone else is like, what are you looking yeah. at? Why'd you touch me? Yeah, I've noticed that in this one as well, to the point where I've almost turned down crowd density just because anytime you bump into anyone, they're like, fuck you. And yep. with, with, with the crowd density turned all the way up on PC, it's literally constantly bumping into people when you're walking to, down the sidewalk. To be fair, you guys, the main reason I think that is worth turning off because everyone should not be an asshole because Night City is in California. Mm-hmm. If Night City were in New York, that would just be pretty accurate, right? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but that's one little thing I was thinking about. And then one thing on the bigger scale, more importantly, is uh, I was curious how each of you guys are kind of playing combat because there are a lot of unique ways to play combat. Yeah. And I've found early on that I was trying to hack as many people as possible to just oh, you were punching um, deck, cause their systems to overload. Oh, yeah. I've gone very melee heavy. Um. I actually really like the the assortment of melee weapons. One of the first um, skill points I dumped in was an ability that lets you throw uh, knives. Yeah. So that that That's combat awesome. knife I started with, I just fucking shuck it at motherfuckers and then charge them and start beating the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I one of the first drops I got, like actual drops, was a power weapon sniper which the the way power weapons work on this is if you charge a shot you can shoot through cover oh i got a power uh double barrel shotgun as one of my first drops oh yeah the power one is great but like i, I love my power sniper because i can just go through and tag enemies at which point you can see them and through then walls, snipe them through walls and then i yeah. can just walk way the fuck around a corner 
and be like, okay, we're just going to shoot literally everyone through this wall as they try to try to find me. Yeah, that's that's a hot strategy. Yeah, the weapons in this game are awesome so far. Mm-hmm. I uh I've been going more to like what Rich is doing. I think I've been I bought a samurai sword like right away and I've been kind of enjoying. I don't I don't really particularly like the melee combat even though I've been driving around and doing the fights or whatever for that side quest, but I uh just I like kind of slashing. I, I to me I associate like samurai swords with cyberpunk, so I just kind of want to well, use Well, it's that like, uh, cyberpunk always has this idea of like J- Japanese influence. Yeah. Uh, sort of invading Western culture is always a yeah, part of Yeah, it was, it was the 80s, and all yeah. our VCRs were made in Japan, and we were really terrified of it. And this world, again, what the the world, it's important to remember that Cyberpunk is a licensed game. Um, mm-hmm. Like, the original lore was written in the 80s, so it's very much that Cyberpunk world. Um, yeah. But Morgan, while, while you mentioned kind of not liking the melee combat, I actually, it, it, I wanted to mention something in that. I like it. But at the same time, I'm hoping they, they fix some stuff around it because a lot of it doesn't feel really impactful in a way I normally like in melee combat like this. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I have a hard time even realizing if my attacks are connecting. Like, the weight doesn't really feel like it's there. I don't know if any of you guys have noticed that. Only yeah, people yeah, your heavy me. attacks do not impart any hit stun if the enemy is already attacking. Yeah. Like, if, if they're not attacking, if they're blocking or something, you'll stagger the hell out of them. But if they're starting an attack and yours lands first, you'd think it would cancel out their attack or something. And, and it, you're not never and sure And then their attack just connecting. hits you, which feels really weird. Um, it, it, Like, that first Fight Club mission, uh, all of a sudden I just had them both down. Mm. And I was like, oh, I, I got them. <laughs> yeah. I I would say like for these games usually for me they feel like a jack of all trades master of none kind of thing like I like all the everything in the game seems fine like everything I've done so far from the combat to the hacking to the fighting is like okay I guess um it's just even the driving all that stuff I, I think it's fine but it's just like there's so much going on the in the driving game is not there's fine there's not like one thing that's st- see I. That's interesting. I for me, maybe I haven't played a driving open world game in such a long time because it's usually horses and shit like that. It, like so maybe, it's not the end of the world bad, but I just feel like it is on the low end of driving around in an open world game. For sure, yeah. it feels really cumbersome. Um, I was thinking about it today because I can't remember the last time I played a first person view driving game. Oh, I switched to section. third person immediately. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, person. it's unplayable in first person. Are you? In oh, f- you can switch to third oh person. Oh gosh. yeah. No oh, wonder no you wonder you're it. having such a hard time. Yeah, yeah. you oh, can sh- switch to third person when you're in a car. Yes. Thank yes, God. Yes, do that. It's gonna that. be so much better for it's you. It's so Shane. much so easier sorry. because you cannot so fucking see the intersections in first person. I don't know why games. Well, that's what was happening. Yeah. I was fucking running on the sidewalk. Yeah, like, you run people over and the cops are chasing you. Those cops get mad. See, I don't know why games keep trying to do that first person. It never works. I was thinking about it today because Morgan, you had mentioned that you didn't think it was that bad. And that's before I realized that basically um, till just now that (laughs) you can do it in third person, but I was driving in first person. I was realizing I don't have peripherals at all. That's why like I'm fucking literally running into every goddamn thing. And I, I I was like, I, if the game requires you to play like this, like driving, I'm going to also guys um, lose my, get a motorcycle as soon as you can. Uh, mm. When you can weave in oh, and out of motorcycles, yeah, when there. you can weave in and out of traffic, 
it is so much better. Yeah, the, the basic thing with the car, even though I like it, is just that it you, you want to drive fast, but but there's a lot of sh- like sharp turns, and there's no way you're going to hit them. The car handling isn't designed for that, so you're just going to be. But but yeah, Shay, you'll find the third person, especially not yeah. the. I, I don't know if you you probably start with a different car than us, like the fucking like cyberpunk Cadillac we're driving. Yeah. I, yep. Turns I like a boat. If, I don't I don't know if we're doing the same thing. I know, I know the nomads start with a different car. They start with like an SUV type thing. I will say in my intro, I got to sip champagne and fly in that corporate jet for a little bit, which was pretty cool. We so got did arrested me... and got some ramen. Mm-hmm. Both seem uh, okay, I guess. <laughs> some basketball players, I could have fought them on the court. Um. No, but yeah, no, I agree with you guys. Like, yeah, if Shay, I'm sorry. If if I was the first person, I'd probably want to blow my brains out. That yeah, sounds awful. No, I'm glad person, I'm glad we could tell you that because yeah, don't you don't want to do that, man. I tried playing it that way because it's interesting seeing the interior of your car and stuff, but it just Yes. The car looks uh, I, cool. I, I tried like it for it would all make of two minutes. In VR or something where you could yeah, like yeah. actually yeah. have peripheral turn your head, but like I tried just using the right stick to turn my camera, like oh, okay, there's my turn, uh, and there we and we miss it every well, fucking time. Th- that's um, again the idea of like in VR, you have your peripherals, and presumably in a VR game, you'd also be able to like really use your mirrors and shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, just your whole depth depth perception is completely thrown off when you don't have your peripherals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it kind of reminds me. I don't know if you guys remember this back from Driver's Ed when they really try to scare you from never drinking and driving, and they're like, "Well, this is what it's like when you drink and drive. You don't have your peripherals." And I was like, I was thinking as I was doing, and that, no, I was it's like, not fuck driving without your peripherals. But oh, yeah, is that no, what I, they did at my school? One day, the driver's ed teacher just showed up drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you live in New York. Um, I'm not surprised. Uh, no, the idea that's that that's wasn't planned. That just happens every semester, so they roll with it. This is you guys. Should, you guys should know. Um, this is an important story. My driver's ed teacher was also my chemistry teacher, and his name was Frank Castle. And for those of you not well versed, Frank Castle is the name of the Punisher. Yep. Uh, so we used to joke <laughs> about how there was this one cabinet in the chemistry classroom that we never saw opened, and it was just filled with guns. And so we constantly make the joke of like every time you go up there, be like. Hey, uh, you staying late for extra credit? He's like, oh, sorry, Mr. Castle. I got to go home to my family. And then he just like wistfully stares out the window. And he's like, I had a family once. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, uh, no, but I, um, uh, let's see. One thing I do want to point out early on that's important to me is that I realized that uh, it's sort of given me a little bit more of a, I guess, appreciation for some of the bigger games like the Red Deads out there that are able. So, NPCs, a lot of the main characters you come across in the game, I think, animate fantastically, and the detail is great. Um, any sort of primary conversation piece. All the NPCs do look a little bit, like, shiny, less detailed. They don't have a lot of dialogue. Shiny and chrome. It's, it's you know, it's like, oh, okay, these are all NPC world yeah. filler. I, w- I was hoping that maybe we were going to be past that at this point, and that it's that's yeah. not the case. Sorry, bud. Um, it's not a huge deal. It's just no. It'd be nice uh, if know. the set dressing were nicer, but it is it's, set dressing. Well, I think the issue is that they draw attention to it being set dressing because, like, whenever you're in an area, characters don't have names. They're just a regular at the bar because they've well, they've got to be like they. It's they're just. But whenever you're out in the world, every character has a name. 
You pass an NPC, if you scan them long enough, they have a name. If you talk oh, to them, they give that. you like huh. a tiny bit of dialogue the same time, every time yeah. you talk to them, <laughs> which just makes the simulation really stand out. Like, yeah. It's, it's weird because every character has a name and they have a literally one line of dialogue. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just it, it's, strange because yeah. it like draws attention it, to it being artificial. It, it's tough because I don't think open world games, it's, it's, it's very difficult, you know, and it's probably easier for games that can have smart, sparser cities or like a game we talked about in the last section, The Last of Us 2, they don't have to render that. They don't have to render, render cities full of people, generally speaking, right? So I, it's, I get the challenge to render all those people. You're not going to get them on like an extremely high level. So I get it. But one day, one day we'll get to the point where, cause like when you come across like Judy or like, what's the guy's name who gives you that, the, sh- the new eyeball or whatever. Vic. Um, Vic. Vic or, you know, your, your good friend, Jackie, like they all have this very like high level of detail and animation. And like, it's a very like intimate thing when you interact with them. Yeah, um, I'm still curious nice. that if you really kill like Jackie, if they'll give you the ten bucks that his bounty says they'll give you. I've not <laughs> yeah. tried to do it yet, but it it, it says he's got a ten dollar bounty. It doesn't seem worth it for ten bucks, but that's harsh. That's cold. Ten eddies. It's interesting that you guys are saying that. I felt kind of like the opposite, like when I was walking out in the world and stuff, because and this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the previous conversation with the game. Of- um, game awards stuff is because there are all these sounds in the audio production and audio design mixed with you can hear characters from far away kind of having their conversations you can hear whisperings of people and stuff and then when you're scanning everybody it just it makes it feel like each character has their own existence in the world and granted it's not perfect um and i don't think you guys are saying it it needs to be either I think you guys are saying um, kind of the same things that I'm thinking, which is basically, I think it's better than a lot of games have done, um, but also hoping for a little bit more than what is being shown right now. It re- to me, it really feels like a world. Yeah. And a very massive world at this current point in time, and every character feels like they have a place, no matter how small or big of a part they play. Yeah. Um, and I think a large part of that is being able to, scan everybody and everybody has a name and i i know it's kind of along the same conversation that we had with the last of us too when they killed bob are shouting everybody's name they killed bob but show us your pretty face plate um i so far i felt like the world is incredibly alive and expansive and that's something that they wanted to stress years ago when they first announced the game and so far it feels like that to me um could it feel better sure but it still feels very much like a world right now and everything that's happening in it feels very realistic to me. Yeah, I think that the areas where it fails is where it's really trying to draw attention to that simulation. And it's like, it's not quite there. You, you see behind the veil too soon. Yeah. yeah. I don't, and I haven't felt that way, but I could, I could, hearing what you guys are saying, I could see your points. I haven't really felt that way, but I also get how other people could. Yeah, yeah, I think I think, I think huge... after the third kid, it's not a deal breaker for me. Like cuz I've noticed there no. are a lot of kids that get spawned in is just random passersby on the street. After about the third kid cussed me out, I'm like this there's something just not quite right in this city. Oh, I missed that. What are you doing there? Like I said it's it's I think it's mostly on I mean I have to go back and check some of those open world games that are pretty grown. I missed that. But 
Your penis is sticking <laughs> to his penis. Oh, mister, to be fair to the kids, out. I'd probably cuss me out too. Put your penis, put your Sorry, willy Lord, away, mister. No, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's low, a lower bar than other games by, by any means. Yeah, I just when I saw those early things with like Vic and Judy and how detailed and, and cool they were, yeah. I guess I was under the impression that more of the world would be like that. But then when I started playing, I'm like, that's not realistic, Morgan. They can't, they can't. Put not that everybody, level of yeah. Detail. There's no, I there's mean, no, but I, like I said, it's not distracting. It's not ruining my experience. It's not anything. Like my experience has been generally very, like the world itself. Is here's the weird thing. It's Night City. I've only seen it in the day, but surprisingly, I think it does look really good during the day. You, you I, which, could click the button to wait until nighttime if you really wanted to see it at night. It's true. Welcome so to that's, Night City. Yeah, I I was I guess I was thinking at the time that it was on some sort of like internal clock, but I guess it's not. I mean, it's it is. It is. It is. Any and well, unless you're in a mission, there might be. They probably M- start missions, the missions might, at predetermined like, times. Yeah, like you'll get missions early on where it's like, oh, go visit this person between six a.m. and six p.m. Mm-hmm. See that—that's the weird thing. I played all night last night, and I don't remember it going night once, and I don't know why. Maybe it was just weird. Welcome to but, Day City. But it's—it's it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just it's, yeah. The time is not moving very fast in the world, which is why they've got the option to wait to just um, change it to the time you need it to be. Yeah, that's nice, I guess. Yeah, anyway, the it, detail, it, the, 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 yeah, like the 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 in-game clock moves fairly yeah. slow. You can stop and meditate, like The Witcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, of course, you know. And the one thing you guys said that I don't necessarily understand or agree with, um, and maybe I miss, miss me, I misunderstood what you were saying. So. On on PlayStation, for example, it, I was doing uh, some side quests last night. Um, all I have to do is hit one button to pull up a menu, and then I just slide over and hit the the quest log, and then there they are. So, what was the issue, guys? Okay. You guys were having the UI with the is so I don't know, counterintuitive at times. Uh, one inventory is just messy in a way it doesn't need to be, but tracking quests. I kept yeah. going over and looking at my quest and thinking I had tracked it, but no, you have to click it like a third time for no fucking reason, and then I'd go back out into the world and still be tracking an old quest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on PCs partic- That's particularly, PC the weird thing is that to see a new quest, you click on it, which means congratulations, you just tracked that tr- that quest. Um, so whatever quest you want to be tracking is the one you have to be looking at at the end whenever you leave the menu. Um, which is weird. Like you'd think there'd be a way to view a quest without changing what you're tracking. Um, it's just, a, there are a bunch. It's, there are it bunch feels of counterintuitive. Weird, yeah, a bunch of weird decisions like that. For example, you want to go to the map, hit M. You want to leave the map, you can't hit M again to get back out of the map because once you're in the map, that switches between two different views of the map. Yeah, like just simple fucking shit that we figured out forever ago. Um, it's just weird stuff. Like it, 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 again, like work needs to be done to this UI, and I don't doubt that they will do it. CD Projekt Red has a good track record with listening and fixing shit like this. It's just a little annoying. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, exactly. Most thing, of it yeah. is just a little annoying. Um, a little annoying. The inventory is fucking bad. Yeah. yeah, I I agree. Um, like I said, I what like I think is a, almost a vital Wait, thing is hold, one of the okay. early upgrades uh, automatically scraps junk into components for you, which feels like a thing which, that should just happen. Also, I don't know if it should, unless it doesn't 
scrap all junk because I've noticed some of the junk is worth a lot of money and you would not want to scrap it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, because most of it is like just complete trash that's worth like one or two, maybe three eddies. And then occasionally you'll get a drop of like some guy's bling that you just killed and it's worth a thousand. And uh. you would not want to automatically scrap it. Um, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It just, but again, it's, it's way too many buttons to get there. I is inventory in literally every video game. Mm-hmm. I does not open your inventory in this game. It opens, it opens a the menu, menu before yeah. your inventory. So then you can click on your inventory to get to the inventory. Um, just unnecessary your inventory steps. in this game, but not your backpack inventory. It's your equipment oh, inventory. Yeah. It's fucking weird. It's like all these things are standardized buttons and they're not using the standardized buttons. And for this them. isn't a studio that doesn't normally make PC games. Mm-hmm. Wait, I wanted to hear Shay's um, criticism of the UI because I know we're both on console. I wanted to hear what he was having issues with. Um, my t- my only two major issues are I w- shouldn't even say ma- major. My two personal issues are one, it's a pain in the ass to pick things up. Oh yeah, it certainly um, can be. <laughs> and that's less about user interface, but um, the 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 inventory management is very very. I don't know how to word it. It's obnoxious looking. It's obnoxious to sift through. It's cumbersome. Um, yeah. It took me, took me a little bit of time just spending, uh, spending time in the menus to basically figure out one part of one of one of the missions I was supposed to do. So basically, after um, after you and your friend get ramen, and then they do kind of like the opening movie, and it's six months later. You go back, you get dropped off and go back to your hotel after you let him borrow your car. And then you wake up, or not your hotel, your apartment, and you wake up the next morning and you're supposed to go pick your gun up from uh, someone who's selling your gun. And I don't know why, for whatever reason, I had to sit in the menu for like five to 10 minutes figuring out what fucking gun I was supposed to yeah. pick up from this guy. And it's, it's why, not like a quest thing why where you I click on him and these... he gives you the gun you're supposed to pick up. You go to his it's inventory. It's just in the shop menu, but you've got to notice well, it. But it's marked as free. The yeah, there's gun. an icon on it, yeah. But, but I agree, it's like it's a little weird because it's like the one gun with like a yellow marker on it and you're like an exclamation point. Like, this is the gun you want. Yeah. And but I, it is weird that they it could have been easier. I, yeah, I, like I think easier. the narrative element of it is supposed to be like, oh, this is like the the gun guy and he was repairing your gun for you. But like, it was a weird way to frame it because like you'd think in most games that would probably just be a cutscene where you walk in and he's like, oh, here's your piece. Yes. And then he yeah, talks yeah. to you and they're like, oh, this, by the way, this is a guy you can buy guns from. Well, not just that. Like, if, let's just, let, let's give him the benefit of the doubt here. If If this were less a game thing and more of a narrative in-world thing, you're not going to show up and have to recognize your own gun in the case. It was that one. <laughs> like, they're going to give I you the I fucking gun you gun. dropped off. Yeah, like 10 people he wouldn't have gun. it on the I'm display sure. case and be like, the next person who walks in, it's up for grabs. Yeah, if somebody else showed up before you and said they wanted your gun, he would have fucking sold it to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it just, yeah, it's weird. I mean, narrative parts aside, it was just a little bit confusing sifting and navigating through those menus. I still am figuring stuff yeah. out. Um, I leveled up and I got some attribute points, but when you click on the attributes is where you go into the skill tree and that was not very intuitive. Um, it was, it was a little 
learning curve is weird on that. Yeah, yeah, that that is very was, much like the RPG as far as like you're gonna put a point in a thing and it's gonna do something, but they're not gonna tell you anything about it unless you know how it works already. Um, yeah, um some of this shit I'm just like, oh fuck. I'm just gonna cut people with swords and 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 visit and have sex with people. I don't need yeah, to read there all are this a few shit, things gonna... that oddly enough are like you level up skills in this game like you do in Final Fantasy 1. You want to level something up, you use it. Which sounds great. Like, yeah. there's a long history of games doing that. We did that in all the King's Quest games. It's really cool. Um, all the Quest for Glory games, rather. Um, it's weird in this one because... Certain abilities will pay for themselves if you buy them but you don't ever need to. For example, just pro tip here, buy cold blood because it levels up anytime you kill anyone and it will pay for itself so you'll get more ability points later on, or skill points. They're not going to tell you this. Like everything else just works as you get it, but you have to put points into, into cold it. blood before it actually ever starts to level up. So weird. It's worth um, knowing. So it'll yeah. pay for itself. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that whole system is good in theory, but it ended up, because you level up your hacking by hacking stuff, I walked around for the first hour of the game just hacking literally everything that was near me because I was still leveling shit up and getting points for it. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to hack all the things. Hacker Every man. vending machine I walk by, I'm going to hack it. Um, Hacker man. And, like, you don't need to. You will get enough just in playing the game to do that, but also, it's an RPG. You kind of want to level up. You want this And there's shit constantly around you to level up, so I'm like, okay, I guess I've got to hack every screen, every vending machine, uh, every keypad. Yeah, it just sounds like because of your, your personality, and I'm similar in that regard, that whenever something pops up, no matter what it is mm-hmm. I'm doing, that will take my focus and attention away, and it can be overwhelming. I'm sometimes. like, I fucking get 75 experience for hacking this if you thing. Put, I'm yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, it's the whole, and I, I suffer from the same thing you guys are talking about. If you put it in front of me, I'm going to engage with it. That's mm-hmm. what she said. Not to you. <laughs> Why does everyone always say that? Why can't they just well, enjoy the joke? Stop teeing it up. <laughs> um. Well, that doesn't work for that's what she said. At this point, at this point, Morgan. When you say that's what she said, it's actually because you think you're being teed up for that joke, but that joke is teeing up for another yeah. joke to subsequently uh-huh. follow it at this point. Um, can, can I say, while we're still on the subject of cyberpunk here, guys, um, I'm sure we've all seen uh, the, the Maelstrom, uh, one of the Cromer gangs at this point. Um, as someone who's played uh-huh. a bunch of the tabletop game years ago... I, I was talking to Josh about this earlier. I'm very familiar with some of the gangs in the lore, and I'm really hoping they show up. I, I mentioned two to Josh that I just want to throw out there to get your, you guys' read on them. Uh, two of my favorite gangs from the lore. Uh, there are different gang types, is a thing to know in the world of cyberpunk. Like, the Maelstrom are a Cromer gang. They're those guys that mod themselves to high heaven and are all covered in chrome. Uh, there are gangs called Poser Gangs that are very into plastic surgery and the like. And one of my favorites is a gang called the Kennedys that all look like JFK because they've had extensive plastic <laughs> surgery to That's look horrifying. like John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's reminiscent of Fallout when there was that one group, uh, like that one club of everybody who impersonated the Elvis impersonators. Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then another Probably favorite is. of mine is a sort of cyber goth gang uh, called the Philharmonic Vampires. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I um I do want to say this because I know people are gonna uh, and I want to uh, keep the oddly first enough, impressions. Rich, if you want to see at least the early game ones, you can go to the map and see which gangs control which part of the map. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I should so check you that can, out. You can go check that out and see if, I, if uh, the Kennedys have turf nearby. I'm gonna go visit them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to keep these first impressions a little wrangled. And next week we can just go fucking hog wild. Yeah, for sure. Cyberpunk. Um, but uh, I, on a final note with you guys, I wanted to discuss this because everyone wants to ask about the genitalia slider. We joked about it for years. Uh, in reality, um, it's really not that. Uh, there's not that much to There's it. like three dicks. You got a couple. You got two penises, styles, and then they have three dicks apiece, small, medium, large. It's like a fast food order. Uh, small, normal, large. you get large. a vagina with different assortments of bush. Um, or in my case, I went with Well, no the bush, bush is shared between. Yes. So. Jump. That's the same. I like. Um, uh, just remember, everyone, uh, if you go with the big dick right now, uh, you run the risk of it clipping through your pants. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if you go with the circumcised dick, a lot of people will make fun of you for fucking up your own junk. Uh, really? well, yeah, because someone fucked up your junk, and yeah, someone this cut, is this far cut the off future, part of so your. It's not going to be yeah. your parents fucking up your junk. Yeah, you it's decided be to fuck up your own junk. You opted oh, into. Oh yes, yeah. It's not the norm in the future. I would well, imagine it wouldn't it be. It shouldn't be the norm anywhere. It's just that for whatever reason, we allow the religious zealots to cut off the dicks. Well, the funny part is, it's like not to kids. not to harp on circumcision, uh, but like. It become it's become even less so like a religious thing and more of like a well yeah that's what we do that's just the thing we do yeah I always thought it was weird when like so I'm circumcised are we all circumcised here uh much like Waluigi I'm circumcised <laughs> yes so <laughs> so we're all circ- that's what I'm saying it just became normal and then. It- <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with being uncircumcised <laughs> I just remember like. I just remember if I, I remember I was dating this girl one time. She's like, I've never she, even seen an uncircumcised dick. And then the first time I saw one, I was like, I don't know what to do with this thing. It's, it's got this flesh all over it. It's the and same. It's like, it's she does the same thing that, with it. She would do with an uncircumcised one. It's, and then one of my good friends told me he was uncircumcised, and he said when he masturbates, most of his pleasure comes from his own skin rubbing against his penis. So it's it's interesting yeah. when you really think about penises. I mean, it's you know, it's weird when you masturbate. It's also due to skin rubbing on skin, yeah. as in your hand skin yeah, that's, is rubbing on your Yeah, that's No, wild. but think about it like a big fleshy hood around your penis, and you're using the fleshy hood to rub against your shaft kind of in a I, way. I, by the way, I, I, I can, I can yeah. imagine. I, I, I don't need the visual, but I'm saying skin is skin. Yeah, just, just imagine if your parents had an, hadn't annihilated most of the nerve endings in your penis. Yeah, and your penis. My my, my Just favorite. Imagine. By the way, my favorite justification of circumcision is like, well, it's cleaner. It's, it's like, bro, wash your dick. Right? Why are we all defending uncircumcised penises when we're all circumcised? Nobody asked me. <laughs> like, like, it's not something I had done last to year. Defend? What's literally yeah, what's to defend? It's not a practice worth doing. There's no reason Look, for this it. This is the dick I have, and therefore my being circumcised is should mean. That you had cancer, but it doesn't. What? Correct.
That's I what understand. it should mean. But it's just uh, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's something Let's beautiful move on. about the uncircumcised penis, though. Just very veiny and just sculpted. Let's move on. Um, but no, yeah, so the, <laughs> the actual uh, penis. So here's the thing I'm wondering, though. Is do you think there's any practicality to the genitals in the game, or is it just they're probably used dressing? for fucking? In this game, I have to say no. In cyberpunk in general, yeah, because a huge part of cyberpunk is what is humanity. That's that has been a feature of the genre since its inception. That's yeah. that's okay. one of the reasons that nudity features so prominently in. Be- a Cyber- lot of different um, pieces of media in cyberpunk. I mean, like you, the intro, while the credits are still going in in Ghost in the Shell, you see um, the main character nude as like a way to kind of yeah. show this is a human. They're also being manufactured. It's 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 yeah. a yeah. Really, it's a dichotomy there. There's an awful lot there that's yeah. meant to show. Like, what does human even mean? What what like, is humanity? As, as we um, like like is our body what makes us human? Because it becomes more as we like mm-hmm. are willing to more so graft uh like technology with our bodies. Like it, it's the question of like oh what is the human soul? And as we like replace our, the organic bits of our body with more and more technology, like do we lose the part of us that is human? Yeah. And what is what does that mean? In the genre, I absolutely think that the nudity is necessary. I've not seen anything so far in the game that suggests they're going to do anything with it. Yeah, um, I, I mean, we're all early on, so I, I like I don't have real impressions yeah, we'll of that see. yet. But like so far, it's just like there's a lot of nudity, but it doesn't seem to be serving a huge purpose. The, the, yeah. For some reason, it sounds dumb, but one thing that disappointed me was when I went to the shower... I I just wanted to be able to look down and see my naked body. I know that sounds silly, but like I just wanted to feel. Like I mean, if you I have can, but you have to take your clothes off manually first. Otherwise, you, you stand in the fucking shower with your clothes on. Well, but can you take off all your clothes? All yeah, you just. Well, I don't know what the fuck it is on con- on a controller, but you just middle click all the equipment slots and you're, and, uh, you're yeah, not you empty stuff. them out. Oh, you can just go naked even around the world. You can walk naked outside. You, you Those kids are going to be really want. upset with you. Oh, where does he put the gun? I'll be damned. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, as far as customization goes, kind of along the same veins as nudity, (laughs) which the self is a, I think you're muted, Shay. He's still muted. You muted muted. yourself. But he's laughing really. He's smiling ear to ear. Damn it, I was talking this whole fucking time too. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) In my head, Mm. I was talking. Are we human or are we dancer? Anyway, that that's something that I hope they patch in here soon, along with barbers and nail salons and whatnot, in order to customize yourself more. Uh, they, they need to add in equipment loadouts to, like, pick a gear set that you want, so you don't yeah. have to go in and manually re-equip everything if you want. I'd love to be able to, to take have... your clothes off to take a shower. Uh, yeah, or even beyond that, just for things of like, oh, here's my gear for my stealth build. Here's my gear for my yeah. melee build, like stuff like and they, that. Yeah, I noted yeah. Oh, we talked not on the show. I don't think it was on the show. I think it was. I think it was just in our private chat between weeks here. 
uh, anyway, we, we talked about how there are whole body equipment sets that you can just equip yeah. your stuff and no one had found. I have a hazmat suit now that if you equip, it will replace all your gear and you'll be wearing hazmat stuff. Yeah, I saw um, that, yeah. Which when you de-equip that, it does put on all your old gear. So it, it seems like they know how to put a the gear set on. The implementation is there, yeah. It's just they won't let you select it yourself. Which is right. strange. Um, anyway. Unrelated, but just minor thing. Like it's, yeah. So much of the cyberpunk aesthetic is being human, is about identity, and it's strange not being to, like, pick an equipment set you want. It's strange not being able to change your hair or your nails after you Especially because, I mean, the Witcher had barbers. It's strange because you can literally change your own arms, but you can't change your hair in this game. God, I want, give me them gorilla arms. You want a new set of arms? Give me them gorilla arms. You want a new skeleton? You can have it. You just can't change your hair. I mean, we all kind of want those mantis arms, don't we? I'm absolutely fucking getting mantis arms as soon as I can. the blade ones, yeah. No, to be fair, like if you read the descriptions, the thing is, like that sounds appealing, but the gorilla arms sound a lot more practical. Yeah, I think the gorilla arms are the, the uh, non-lethal option. Like if you're going for a no-kill, but like they they, or something. they can do a lot more than be lethal. Like you can yeah, rip like open doors you'd otherwise doors have stuff, to hack. Yeah. You can rip turrets off their mounting with the gorilla arms. Mm-hmm. Just rip shit. Um. Can rip it up. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's we're gonna have so much to talk about next week. Let's take a quick break. We'll talk a little more cyberpunk with our polls as we round up the show, and we'll be right back. Okay, dear. What is up, Chomp Nation? This is Morgan here, also known as General Mountain Time. And look, I want to tell you today about our Patreon. That's right. Chomp Nation is growing every day, and if you enjoy what we do, whether it's the Chompcast, our social media, our YouTube channel, Twitter, anything we're doing out there, you can support us. And for just a couple bucks, you can help keep us alive. And honestly, our patrons have basically become family. And I want to go over a couple of the cool tiers we have if you want to support us. And if you don't, that's fine too. We're just happy that you download and check out the podcast. Um, our biggest and most popular tier we have is just five dollars five bucks you get access to early spoiler casts that's right chomping after dark you get those several weeks early you get access to our top secret vip instagram page that's right on the podcast you might hear me say hey do you want to be a vip member of the chomp cast and you say i sure do i sure do well guess what boom that five dollar tier makes you a vip member you get access to this secret Instagram page that has top secret videos and pictures and polls that only VIP members get. And those polls and those feedback questions that we get, if it's a question of the week, for example, are read on the show, we make you a part of what we do. Um, so go to patreon.com slash swordchomp. You can look for our $5 tier, which is probably our most popular. And then from there, it escalates. We have a $10 tier, a $20 tier for Skypes. There's a lot of great things. But just head on over to patreon.com slash swordchomp. Check it out. And if you want to support us, it would mean the world to me, Rich, Josh, and Shay, and everyone else out there in Chomp Nation. So next time, General Mountain Time salutes you. 
Should we just get right into it? Yeah. We're going to get right into it. Yeah. Oh, it's late. It's very late. We're going to We're going to get right into it. It's late. So are we going to get right into it? Yeah, let's get right into it. <sighs> let's 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 get right into it. No need for lubing me. Are we getting up. right into Welcome it? Welcome to Night right City. Into it. Don't lube me up. I have an encounter. Don't lube me I... up. But <laughs> before you go, go. Lube me up. I don't know the song you're singing, but I was pretending to know it. All right, let's see. <laughs> Wake me up before you go. Yeah, that's it. Lube me up. I was actually. Before s- you go. No, I mean, Josh was. I was doing Build Me Up Buttercup. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Lube we're on different. Yeah, we know, Rich. We were just ignoring. Got it. me. Whoa. Whoa. Zamboni. <laughs> Zimbabwe. Rich, just remember, Rich. Your face is superfluous because your heart is beautiful. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did you know that the popular punk band The Refused are actually the fake band Samurai in Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah, you won't shut up that about was... it. I, I no, that's not true. Um. <laughs> 75% of our audience said no. I was telling Shay about this. I have not encountered Samurai in the game. Um, not yet. So uh, I think you have, but not as such. You find their yeah. albums all over the place as junk. Are they on the radio, can, is, I assume, as is, well? is an import, important thing to note is... And this no, is, they're, they're a slightly outdated band. They're incredibly the outdated. Yeah. Uh, they, that's the thing to know. Well, I, none of us really know how they work into the story yet, though I do have suspicions. Uh... The band Samurai and like Johnny Silverhand were a big deal like 60 years ago where we are now. Like they oh. are from Cyberpunk 2020. Johnny Silverhand is a character from Cyberpunk 2020. It's um the refuse to have a if you're not familiar with they had a, a popular song that went standing on the rooftops ready to fall. Anybody remember Ready to Fall by the Refused? Nope. Go to YouTube and check it out. It was a mild hit in the United States, but they're a little bit bigger overseas from what I saw. Cool. And they are a successful band, yeah. but just unsuccessful I mean, they would be ever since we outlawed <laughs> punk in the U.S. Especially si- cool especially idea, the though, cyber like, kind. Fake band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Samurai. Man, that'd be cool to be like, yeah, I'm the fake band. And uh, um, Will you romance Johnny Silverhand? 50% of our audience said yes. 50% of them said no. I don't think that's possible. That's I mean, <laughs> it's not possible. Josh and I had a conversation earlier where I could tell you for sure that's not possible. No. Too bad because he has a massive cock, apparently. So, had damn. Will you romance Johnny Silverhand? I, I put that the very next slide, I put Keanu Reeves is not romanceable and gamers are heartbroken. Mm. Um, and so many people DM me, they were mostly, <laughs> mostly women, they were very upset. Mm-hmm. Like you can't fuck Keanu Reeves. Oh, they I'm were sorry. upset. Like you don't speak for me, right? And I said, "Yeah, jokes on you. Uh, he's he's too good for your dirty genitalia." So Keanu Reeves is too good for this world. And your dirty and your dirty dick, Rich. He's too good for your dirty mediocre dick. All right. Why are you yelling at me? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like yelling at somebody. Alright, man. Um, re- <laughs> Get it out. Review scores are in. Kinda. Only on PC. Have reviews made you more or less excited? 60 said more. 40 said less. Um, Sounds about right. Cool. Yeah, I was curious to see how I people I would have said exactly that, 50-50, because... 
not really made a difference. Currently. Nah. Nor should it. Oh, the reviews themselves, other than other than like the ones pointing out the basic shit that they fucked up. Um, but like as far as like the the scores overall, kind of left left my anticipation anticipation about the same level. Yeah, I. The bugs are an interesting thing. How people perceive bugs, like. You just get people who are like, I don't care, or people who are like, I'll wait till the game's done. And so, like, you get a lot of people who are just, Which, those are the two. honestly, response. that's the way to fucking play open world games. Like, if you don't need to play it right away, wait a year. Wait a year. Because it's it just going to be a better be experience. Half price, and they will have fixed this shit. Yeah, but nobody wants to wait a year for Cyberpunk because. I mean, most people probably will. I'd, it sold 8 million copies. Yeah, <laughs> and most people will probably buy it after the fact, because 8 million is really not a lot given the space that gaming occupies currently. That's still, that's a big sale. Like, they, they shattered a bunch of records. But still, that's a drop in the bucket compared to the entire market. So yeah, I'm sure it's going to do well long after launch. It's interesting. On one hand... They clearly just ran out of time to some degree. That's why it's buggy. I mean, you couldn't even push in the next year because everyone's playing next-gen consoles, so it's just going to look more dated by the minute. And at the same time, now that it's out, as they continue to fix it and they have the PS5 upgrade, like, the the version I'm playing is not technically... Like, it's optimized a bit for PS5, which is nice, and there are parts of it that look amazing, but technically speaking... There will be a PS5 upgrade. There will be an Xbox Series X upgrade for a lot of people uh, down the road. Yeah, within a couple. So I think they said they're adding cross saves to this, so your your save should work. That's cool. That even cool. even with the upgrade, I think I'm I double check that if you're, you know, if that's something that matters to you. But I think they said they were working on a cross save system. So. Worth looking into. Little, yeah. I mean, it would make sense because the game has a fucking launcher on PC. Like, you start the game and it opens up its own launcher. Its own yeah, launcher there's a, a CD Projekt Red so launcher. There's, there's, it seems like they're working on the sort of tech to handle cross-save sort of, you know, back-end for it. And look, I we talked about this on our Crunch episode. I personally, this is not Josh or, or Rich's opinion. I know me and Shay were a little more positive on, we weren't necessarily pro-Crunch, but we were like, you know, we understand it's a necessary... Yeah. You evil. just don't give a fuck. Oh, I, yeah. I don't... Look, I will say this. Crunching and then still having a game release this buggy is definitely left a bad taste to some degree because it's like, well... If you're going to crunch the shit out of people's lives... If you're going to ruin people's for, lives, the games better be perfect. At least get it fixed, you know? Like, despite, it would be worth the loss it, of human life and sanity if, it, if exactly. they got the game right, yeah. If this thing wasn't buggy, it's to- totally worth the human sacrifice. Um, that's my personal... I just, you know, look, I'm not... It's just hard when you're defending crunch and then the game is so buggy because they just keep running out of time. They just ran no out of time, No wonder you played man. Corpo, just, man. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah, no, like <laughs> there was n- <laughs> there was never an option. People like you should only be allowed to play Corpo. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's just interesting to see how they kept it kept getting pushed. Like I think they just over they took on a little too much probably ambition wise because they just couldn't quite yeah. get well, all I mean, the little edges frayed down. It's you know? an open world game. It's it's by definition a little too much. They they always have been. They've always been buggy. There is yet to be an open world game that releases bug free. Um, the closest we've come has been. I mean, something like Breath of the Wild, and it still had bugs, but it's not been anything that, like, breaks anything. Yeah. Um, they've just always been interesting and weird. Uh, most of the bugs in this have been interesting and weird. So, like, it's it's not the worst. The, like, the ones that really fuck stuff up are, like we mentioned, like, the mirrors that just tank the frame rate and almost kill the thing. Um, which, hopefully, they get fixed. And then, like, Picking up items, because picking up items is a crapshoot every time it happens. Um, just whether or not you'll actually be able to uh, to interact with it, you just you never know. Um, I'm just but yeah, it's it, a lot of this is yeah. kind of par for the course as far as open world goes. It's it's not been like standout. Oh, this is a train wreck type bugs. Yeah. Agreed. I think that um, if you put the multiplayer aside, I'd put like 100 hours in a Red Dead when it launched, and I didn't really have any issues with bugs in that game. The multiplayer was very buggy, but it was also, they released it in pre-alpha. Yeah. So God, was, the, the net code on there was most of the issues. Um, yeah. Because it, yeah. it did not work, period. Half the time you'd get in and you couldn't see anyone on the, like anyone else. It just, just didn't work. Um trying to think we will see how the bugs continue i mean like honestly I mean, this is this there weren't bugs bugs as such that like just completely screw stuff up but it was still buggy i don't know how many fucking deer i had run me over in that game whenever it first <laughs> launched because the deer were like yes. overly fucking aggressive um but yeah and, and to be fair weird. like again I, weird fun yeah. bugs like it was stupid, but it was still fucking hilarious every time I got run down by a goddamn deer while I was trying to do something else in Red Dead. So, Hey, Josh. Mm. If you want next time, if you don't mind, I'd like to run mm. you down. With this dick. <laughs> with this dick. Is that okay with you, dear? Would that be all right, honey? Um, yeah, you know, uh, on that note, I would just say that me and Shaves, it sounds like we're having less issues for whatever reason on console, well, and I don't know what that is. I think because you both is. just played less. I I think is just period what it is, because I've played about 10 hours, and I think I, Rich has played about three. Okay, yeah, so you've definitely played yeah, a lot more. So I think it's I'm just a matter three. of me having more time with it to see more of the bugs. I'm sure that's like 90% of it. I'm, there may be differences between the versions as far as what is causing issues, like from one platform to another, but I think most of the bugs have been just kind of in, in in the system itself and just a matter of whether or not you've had a chance to run into them yet. Um, yeah. I can't wait till I run into those giant bugs. Sounds terrifying. Um, I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. Yeah, no, this, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm excited to talk more with you guys next week. We got a lot more time to spend with it. Yeah. So.
Crazy, crazy times. We got a lot to talk about over the next couple weeks before we go on vacation. Um, all right. Well, I, you having right, a French gonna, vacation? I'm just having question. a plain old regular vacation. That I've been doing this wrong, it seems. Vacation. Vacation. You stupid um, American. Uh, are you gonna detail kind of what we're doing for Game of the Year stuff in this show? Because I know I've been asked by a few people now, and our Discord's been asking what we're doing for Game of the Year stuff. Your silence speaks volumes. Yeah, I mean, if absolutely, um, if you if you'd like to do it now, we certainly can. Um, basically, we could always do it after the polls too. That way, there's consistency in each segment. We do it at the very end of the show. Yeah, well, that's all the polls, I th- I believe. So, so now's I mean, a good a time as any. Okay. That's all the polls. You didn't ask that's people it. about the. Uh... The Galactic Federation? What? Did I forget something? Why well, I, I mentioned you making a poll about that. You, you didn't ask the people about Just the Galactic save, Federation? Save it for next week. Wait, okay. What's the? I don't understand the question. I don't know what the Galactic I'm, Federation. I don't there's no time to explain it now. Save it for next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll have to make that a poll next week. It's so late. Let's not do this now. So yeah, and you also didn't tell me about the ad poll, so we can talk about that later privately, but. I'll detail it. I'll go ahead and Oh, detail you're going to love that poll. <laughs> um, so here's the, the, the rundown. We are going to run through it. Okay. For it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. You can, you can run <laughs> through it if you want. That's fine. <laughs> Shay, yeah, take it let away. Me do it. Let me do it because I have it all pulled up right now. Um, so basically after a lot of discussion, because we've been discussing this privately and semi-publicly the last few months, we decided that we we're going to change up game of the year stuff this year. Uh, previous four years, we kind of did it towards the end of December. We didn't really have a cutoff. Um, it was just kind of willy nilly. Um, and there was concern about recency bias because of one year Y through and Sea of Thieves. Um, willy nilly. I'm going to use that word during this segment apparently exclusively. Willy nilly is my but, favorite uh, NPC in Sea of Thieves. William Nilliam. I was going to say in cyberpunk, but (laughs) doubles as a sexual entendre, but, um, so we have decided, and this is for any of the fans that are really concerned with kind of like what we do for game of the year, we are deciding December 31st is the cutoff for game of the year consideration this year for us. Um, we know that other publications and places do November 30th as a cutoff that have been a discussion, but December 31st is going to be our, um, our deciding factor on that. Uh, so we are going to take the last week off in December uh, to spend time with our families. We will come back in January. We will do our most anticipated show, uh, give us a few weeks to think about stuff, absorb any games that we missed. The third week in January, because there are five weekends, the third Friday, we will start the first week. We will be doing uh, our categories of best soundtrack, best title screen music, and best song of the year. And if we have time, we will probably do the best narrative. Um, That's all dependent on time. The following week, we will do our categories and debates. I'm not going to reveal all of those categories at this time. I think it'll be kind of fun. As we get closer, Morgan and I will drop some of that stuff on social media. And the final Friday of the month of January, we will do our Game of the Year show. That way we've had time to absorb all the games that we want to play and we can make our determining factor then. 
And the shows will be very much in the same format as previous shows where we will pick our own and the categories where we feel it works, we will kind we'll try and come to a consensus on what best represents the four of us here at Swordchomp. Great. And I'm sorry, Shane, my, my giant sword chomp sign that hangs by me fell down for some reason. Right here. No, you're good. We were concerned you fell yeah, down. Yeah, like it was Not so me. loud on our end. I'm like, oh, fuck. What's happening to Morgan? Uh, the, the woman from underneath his desk came up, mm. wiped her mouth off, and ran out of mm. the closet. And she said, why does it smell like... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never yeah, mind. Just make sure you don't get them wet. The gremlins just don't Yeah, really, gremlins rules. Don't, don't handle that well. Don't feed him after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. Uh, I want to thank everyone for checking out the show. Crazy couple weeks left, and then we'll, uh, 2020 will be in the books. Thank you, Rich, for joining us from New York. Shay from Japan. Joshua from Michigan. Of course, I'm joining from Montana. And we will be back next week with a whole lot more cyberpunk. See you then.